Coming up next, it is the most fearsome fivesome ever. The NFL wins over under podcast is next. This episode of the Educated Nerds podcast is brought to you by For Fantasy Sake and Toys for Tots. For Fantasy Sake is launching their second annual Toys for Tots leagues. Now is your chance to play against the talking heads of For Fantasy Sake if, or your favorite Quad City sports personalities. The list of celebrities this year include Cody Sedlock of the Detroit Tigers, Matt Brill of the Washington Nationals, Nathan Sheets of the QC Stormwheelers, and your favorite sports news anchors. All proceeds for the league goes to buy toys for tots for boys and girls of the Quad Cities this Christmas. To sign up, visit For Frequency Sake on Facebook, FFSQC on Twitter, or on our website, ForFrequencySakeQC.com. The league starts on August 20th. Again, go to ForFrequencySakeQC.com for more. We're also brought to you by the For Frequency Sake Podcast Network with new episodes of the Educated Ignorance Podcast coming up as we get closer to the NFL season. Training camps just started about a, last week. We are about uh, days away from the Hall of Fame game uh, Thursday night. Uh, can't wait as uh, we start to dive in. We'll get back to the weekly two-week uh, pods and episode. We are two pods a week, two episodes a week. We will have the NFL Elite Eight, the Sunday breakdowns. We will have the Sinister Six comeback, all that great stuff. Also, on the For Frequency Sake Podcast Network, we have new projects dropping. We have uh, a new wrestling podcast called Card Subject to Change with my boy Chris Zach. Welcome him to the FFS QC Podcast Network. We also have new episodes of Data Lab and From College to Combine, breaking down stuff as training camp begins. And, of course, for fantasy's sake, the head, the big show on the network. Uh, weekly episodes on Sundays leading you up to kickoff to get you all of your fantasy football news. As we said in the quick beginning, it is the fearsome fivesome. Blake, Mac, Nick, and Ethan are all joining. This is going to be deadly. This is going to be more deadly than the movie Seven. This is going to be exciting. The NFL Over Under podcast. We're going to break down the entire league, give our predictions on over under win totals. It's going to be a doozy. And uh, if you listen and take our advice, maybe you'll win some money. Maybe not. If you will, if you listen to Blake, you might actually win some money. Blake sometimes goes on heaters. I got you, boy. Let's have fun. This is going to be a blast. I can't wait to do this. Been been putting this one in the chamber for the last few weeks. This one's going to be good. Let's get it on. All right, the gang is all here. We have invaded Area 51. Uh, we are about to do the thing. So what we're doing is the NFL over-unders. This is our win prediction podcast. We're going to go through every team in the league, predict over-under. We'll give our thought a little synopsis about each team. There are some teams that we'll talk about more than others. For instance, a certain team from the state of Ohio that just had massive news break today. Um or uh, compared to like a team that's in the state of Texas that hired a former Illinois coach with a nice beard. Probably won't talk about them much other than their quarterback has a very big neck. Other than that, we're going to go back and forth. Uh, we're gonna, I'm keeping track of all of these predictions. Uh, these over under these win totals are via FanDuel. This is not a paid sponsorship. I'm just letting you know where these are coming from. 
Um, so what we'll do, we'll go around the horn. Uh, everyone However, will give... Fandu, if you're listening and want to sponsor it. That hey. is true. We can give you one of them, you know, hashtag $40 free bets or whatever. Hit your boy up at Joe the Show. QCSM. Hey, www. Or go to www.fanduel.com backslash Joe the Show Winkle. Yeah. <laughs> Promo code ignorance to get $100 on your first bet or whatever. Hey, that, the way I see it, they already have baseball as dead. What's a little bit of ignorance? Exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with being ignorant. Okay. That's some some house. Funny. Go ahead, Nick. Or Ethan. Uh, baseball instead is DraftKings. Uh, oh, that's true. Fuck. So we got to compete with them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. They're ops, bro. Even more reason. They're, they're Even ops. more reason to yeah. do so. Hey, I outbet all of them. The MLB playoffs last year, so who really knows baseball? He really did, honestly. Nick had the heater of all heaters. So, um, some house rules for everybody. Um, because we are, uh, me and ne- uh, Blake are in the game room, the old game room studio. Uh, and then we have Nick, Mac, and Ethan joining us remote. The only thing I will say make sure we do not talk over each other. Other than that, we're going to be all good. But what will happen is I will go through and we'll give a synopsis on a, each team. We'll predict our over or under, uh, and it'll be like that. So, are we ready? Blake, are you ready? <laughs> Come on, bro. You know, I got the jersey on. We're, we're ready to go. Yeah. Blake, uh, Mac, Ethan, Nick, you ready? Ready to party? Why not? Over, or why the hell not? All right. That's the confidence I like to hear. Let's start. In the AFC North, and the team that I want to start with is the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, their over their total is nine and a half. Uh, I want to start with Ethan, the the man who rode the Bengals like no other last year in the playoffs. I I don't know where to sit on this team because that because. Last year, they were the kings of late-game variants. And, like, they, it was... When you have what they had, it wasn't to the standard of, like, what the Raiders had last year, but with how many games they won late and last play wins, there's a lot of luck in that, and it's bound for regression. But they brought a lot of good players back, and they upgraded at their worst pos- position group at every spot. Ethan, I don't know where to land on this team, but I do feel like the odds of them regressing are lower than it would normally be because of their major upgrades. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely taking the over of nine and a half here. Like, that, they addressed their one main need. They, their receiving core hasn't changed. Their defense is basically the same. They upgraded the one position that everybody has said they needed to upgrade for two seasons. That's the offensive line. Like, so I, I'm definitely hammering the over. Mainly because I never doubt Joe Burrow, but it, it's also hard for me to think that they're not going to be better, if not the same as last year. All right. Mac, what do you think? Where are you at on these guys, on the Bengals? <clears throat> I, I, so I have them at over at the moment. Um, yes, they did address their offensive line. But in the receiving core, still mainly intact. But they did lose a key piece from the tight end position. 
uh, from the last year's team. And that defense is still young, and they're going to be there. I mean, they're still going to be hovering around 10-11 wins. And, yes, it's going to be harder to repeat what they did last year considering how many late late games that they won. Um, and you can't really replicate that back-to-back seasons. But I still think 10-11 is, like, a safe number for them. Okay, Blake, over-under. I have them at the under. Oh, thank God. Okay. Um, it's, uh. it's not that. The, the thing is with me is, again, they've reiterated, you know, they, uh, they've they improved at the places that they need to improve in. But you got to realize both other teams that are in the division both got better, per se. They got a healthy – they're going to have a healthy uh, – the Ravens are going to have a healthy J.K. Dobbins. They're actually going to have, you know, a run, a run game outside of Lamar this year. Lamar's back. He's healthy. Um, the Browns, I mean, they got Deshaun Watson. They got Mari Cooper. They still have one of the best running back duos in the league. I feel like that division is going to be a dogfight all year long. And honestly, I could see all three teams in that division outside the Steelers making the playoffs. Yeah, I think it'll be tough, but four, divi- I think they'll probably all be around the nine-win range. Nick, four, Nick, for them, four and two this year in the AFC North is going to be a lot harder than it was for them last year. Wouldn't you, yeah. wouldn't you say? Absolutely, and that's kind of where I'm sitting. Is are you ready for my my take here, or uh, do you want to go first? I said thank God because I have the under also, but I have it slightly under. I think this is still a team that's playoff bound. I just think because of, and we're gonna get to the two teams I think that are gonna be really good. Um, but I think they'll have a little. I just think three and three is more likely in the division this year for them. Uh, so I think it'll be, you know, that's a game. That's a step back. I don't exactly know, Blake. You're gonna be my schedules guy. Can you pull the Bengals schedule? Um, okay, that's what, that's what I that's what I was gonna bring up. What NFC division do they right now? What they, NFC division do they play? They got uh they got the Cardinals, Cowboys, division. Cardinals, Cowboys. Well, they got no, Cardinals, so Rams. They do play the Cowboys. So they play the but, NFC West. Yeah, they yeah. play Cardinals, Rams. The Cowboys yeah. is their. Uh, 18th or the the Cowboys is their 17th game, so that's Cowboys tough. The, the NFC West and the Cowboys is their NFC games. That's not going to be easy. Yep. Last year they played uh the I believe they played the NFC uh I believe they played the NFC yeah they played the NFC North last year. Did you say oddly enough they did go two and two against the NFC North? Uh, what Blake? Uh, the Cowboys are their second game. Of the year, yeah. No, oh, I mean I, like, okay, I sorry. mean like the the one extra okay. team they play, the so, wild card. Yeah, the wild, okay. So I will say under, but I think it's just slightly under. That's I where agree. I'm at. So yeah. Nick, what do you got? I'm also at under, and it's mainly because of the way that their schedule lines up for them to get to ten wins, which is what they would need to hit the over. They're gonna have to get it done early. Because yeah, they played Deshaun Watson twice. Because both of their games against the Browns are after week six. Mm-hmm. So their odds of winning those games go down. And then they have a murderer's row after week 12. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, Chiefs. Week 12, they Browns. go Titans, 13 Chiefs, 14 Browns, 15 Bucks, 16 Patriots, 17 Bills, 18 Ravens. Yeah, I feel much more yeah. confident in that under bet. Uh,. That, so if you're going to get it, you got to win probably eight of your first ten. Yeah, it would help. Probably. 
Which it's definitely like, doable it's, for them, it's but a lot. Like, yeah, I just it's doable, but you also have the Dolphins mixed in there. Like I don't know, that's that's a tough go. They're gonna be a team so that kind of. They go under. They're gonna be a I team think that's way under, but it's under. Yeah, I, I think nine and eight is kind of where they're gonna live at. I think this is gonna be a weird spot where they definitely uh, kind of just float around five hundred. And then it's going to be like if they get in, like whole like watch out. That's where it's going to be yeah. with them. Um, well, Nick talked about the Browns and uh, Deshaun Watson, and in the biz in the in the media business, we call that a segue because I wanted to talk to Nick about this team and about that quarterback. So the hammer dropped today, and instead of the hammer, it was uh, it was you know. Instead of a like sledgehammer, it was one of those like rubber hammers that squeak when you get hit. He dodged the bullet. He gets six games. I don't want. Okay, what were you gonna say, real quick, Nick? I was gonna say yes. He dodged the bullet for the moment. True. It does sound like the NFL is going to appeal this, and if they do, that appeal goes straight to Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. Yeah, because. Yep. Roger is uh, it all depends on if Roger feels like he got embarrassed here. So that's the whole thing is yes, they went to an independent arbiter and right, wrong, other. The arbiter said there was not enough evidence, six games. The NFL has the right to appeal that, and the appeal goes to the commissioner, which is fucked up on a whole nother level. But as of right now, it's six, but. That's not in stone. <laughs> no. Let's just say it's six. And let's not... I want to use this to not give our opinions on what we think happened one way or the other. That is for another day. Um, I just want to talk about what I think this team is going to be when he comes back. Because if if he played the full season... I'm just going to be real. Their over-under will pro- would probably be at 10 or 11 and a half. I don't That's exactly true. know who they played in the first six weeks, but I think they are going to possibly go three and three at worst with Jacoby. Uh, no, they're going to they're they're gonna gonna go, four, go and four, and two. Two. Yeah, four and two. Yeah, four and two. So, like, if they go four <laughs> so and Carolina, two. Jets, Steelers, Falcons, and then you go Chargers, Patriots for the last two. Okay. Five and six. If they go four and two, and Deshaun Watson didn't forget how to play football in the last eighteen months or whatever it's been, they might be the one seed in the AFC going into the playoffs. This team was eleven and five, I think, with Baker as a wild card team, and beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and were two or three plays away from beating the Chiefs two years ago. They finished right under 500 with Baker having his shoulder uh, torn the entire last two-thirds of the season. The roster's really good, and they upgraded stuff in the back half, like in the back seven. Nick, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm nuts here. I think if Watts, if they can tread water with Jacoby and Watson comes back and he's good, dude, they're going to be fucking terrifying. Like, they're this is what they needed. It, it, I know they were inches away, and they could still be, Though I, even though I feel like the worst case that could happen with the Goodell thing is like it goes from six to eight or six. At worst, Goodell says, screw you, and suspends him for the whole year. There's no way, though, he's going to get multiple years. Like, 
they were, yes, they were inches away from looking like the biggest morons ever for the trade, but this is what they had to do, and I applauded them for doing it because they got one of the five best quarterbacks alive, and if they tread water with Jacoby and it's only six games, Nick, I'm sorry. I think this team is going to be fucking awesome. I think it's over. It's a great roster. If you have them on it, it's a great roster, top to bottom. You know what? You're a little bit soft at skill positions, but you still have it. Like, you're not bad by any means out there. No. I love so, the. Yeah, I agree. I love the Amari Cooper move, too. I don't like that they paid Njoku what they did, but, like, and I wish you they would have kept Jar- I wish they would have kept Jarvis Landry, but you know, still having the two-headed horse at running back I think is important for them. And they did stuff in the secondary and at linebacker on defense. What do you what, what say you Nick on on the Browns? Am I crazy for being as high on them as I am? No, I, I don't think so. I'm going to take so they're over on FanDuel's at 9 and a half. Yes, sorry, it I'm is. I'm going to take the over. Yep. I'm going to take the over for that as well because I do think that with the improvements that they made and with how the front part of their schedule is a little bit softer, I think they can tread water enough. I don't think Jacoby's bad. I think Jacoby's a very adequate top probably five back up in the league. So I think he can get them at least three wins. And if you go into Deshaun coming back with three wins, the Browns can make some noise. Yeah, that's that's where I think. That's what I think. Blake. Uh, but yeah, Nick said it. It is nine and a half. It just came out today. My, my apologies for not saying it. I got carried away. Uh, <laughs> just having my, I'm just I'm just happy I get to watch Sean Watson play football again. That's like at the end of the day, that's where I'm at. I'll I'll just give you my best and worst case scenario. How about that? Okay. My best scenario is if they do get Deshaun back this season, they'll be over. I will say let's, absolutely. I will be, s- I'll give you both just in case because okay. it's a possibility. So, and I don't want to get screwed. No, on. no, this is fine because we're all going to say without Deshaun, yeah. it's going to be under. We're going to say so, we're, it's under. Yeah, it's one hundred percent under. We're going to ve- this nine and a half because if it we'll comes just assume out, it has Deshaun. If not, whatever. If it comes out that he is suspended the whole year, their over under is going to drop. So yeah. our over under is based on this. So okay. your then, prediction will be wrote the, down on here. I, over then the nine I think it would be over. I think I have them at ten. 10 wins. Again, they're in a tough division. It's not going to be easy. True. Playing the Bengals twice. Even the Steelers, it's not easy to win at whatever the no, freak the Hines, whatever Hines got changed to. It's not easy winning in Cincinnati. It's not easy even winning in Baltimore. So it's not going to be an easy road. Like Nick said, their front front seven games, I could see them going 5-2, and 4-2. And, and with Deshaun coming back at the helm, I mean, they just got to win six more to get to 10. Uh-huh. I feel like that's money. Yeah, can you go six and five with Deshaun Watson with a possible, not a loaded roster, but like a, a step, like two step, like if the top step is the best roster, roster in their division, you're two and, two yeah. steps below yep. that. So that's what I think. Uh, Ethan, your take on the Browns? Uh, obviously with Deshaun, they're hitting the over. Like, like you guys have said, the roster's too good for him not to. And as long as he hasn't forgotten how to play football, he's one of the top five to ten quarterbacks in the league. So, like, it's going to be hard for them to lose ten games or, like, to not win ten games. Okay. Mac, does Mac pull off the immaculate zag, our first of the night? Um, so, I think this division is going to be pretty much what the AFC West last year was, where the top three teams are so competitive and you could very well see three teams come out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have them at 10 wins this year, so over. Okay. My main concern with Deshaun Watson is the guy has not played. He's not going to be able to 
won't be playing for a year and a half. No. So, like, he hasn't played meaningful football in that long. Like, how how good is he going to be? How crisp will he be when he comes back week seven? No, that's fair. And, you know, how long, how long is it going to take for him to get adjusted to Cleveland, playing with these new guys and all that? I, I know he has camp and everything. It's going to help him a little bit. But at the same time, like, it's going to take him well, a couple weeks before they start clicking. And that is my like, my concern with them with getting the 10. Yeah, and they they can't have the wheels fall off in the first six weeks. It it helps them that the schedule is easier. But, I mean, still, like, that Panthers game is going to be tough because we know even though their roster is very mid, Baker's going to want to beat their ass. So, like, that's going to be a, a, a weird environment, an interesting environment. Um, so it's going to be something. Uh, I like what the, I think the Jets are going to be. Not good, but I think they're going to be passable. Uh, so that game won't be easy. But like, still, I feel like, yeah, those six weeks are really, really important. But no, we, I think we said it, hit the nail on the head. As long as he doesn't forget how to play the game. Look, the last time he played, he if he was on a team that wasn't four and twelve, he would have he would have been an MVP candidate. Like he was one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the world a couple years ago in 2020 when the Texans were terrible and uh, they won four games. He was amazing. Without weapons. With no weapons. Hopkins traded Will Fuller in and out of the lineup because he's either was either that year here or using PEDs. Like, a lot of weird stuff, man. And he was fantastic. Um, and I know their outside weapons on this team aren't great, but I do think the Amari Cooper move is fantastic for them. I do wish they kept Jarvis Landry, but I think they'll find ways to do stuff, and if all goes right, I think they're going to be really good. All right, here's another team I think is going to be really good, but I'll let someone else start here. I'll let Blake start. The Baltimore Ravens, over under 10.5. They have the highest total here in the division. Um, If I had to bet money on the division, I'd probably bet Cleveland right now because I feel like they just have the most value. You'd have to parlay some stuff with the Ravens to get some good value. But 10.5, I think, is a good number. Blake, what do you think for Baltimore? Uh, yeah, it's a good number. Um, I'm still going to take the under because I, uh, I think the Browns will more than likely win the division. Um, so I'm guessing you're going slightly under here. Slightly under, yeah. Okay. Um, again, I think the Ravens are probably – I have the Ravens making the playoffs – um, they get J.K. Dobbins back, which is a huge addition. Um, they have Mark Andrews, arguably the top three tight end in the league. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it sucks. You know, they lost uh, Marquise Brown, but I'm a big fan of Rashad Bateman. I think he's going to be amazing this year. I think he's gonna—he's obviously going to be their number one target, and, you know, having a full, healthy Lamar, uh, they're going to be really good. But, again, they're in such a tough division Winning eleven games to twelve games, it's just gonna be—it's not gonna be easy. So I have them just under the uh, ten and a half. All right, let me go to uh, let's go to Mac. Mac is over Palooza, as is Ethan. So I let you both go uh, in a row here. So Ethan, you can go and Mac is done. Do we have a? Do we? Uh, do you join the under train here, or are you guys still going over ten and a half for Baltimore? Uh, they're under here. I think they're going to be hovering around nine wins this year, and that's going to be at their best. Um, they, Their offseason was a head-scratcher to me. 
getting rid of Hollywood Brown. I mean, that's your number one target for Lamar, and now you get rid of him, and you yeah, you do draft, but you you have a uh, Bateman and everything, but you're just depleting the arsenal for Lamar Jackson. Like he, you're losing pieces for him to be who he is, like the MVP self he is. Um, and I just don't think with the division being that tough, I just don't think they can get the ten. Okay. Under for Mac. Ethan. It's an under for me too. I mean I like like Mac said, I that they're in one of the harder divisions in football and it's just it's gonna be hard for them to beat both the Bengals and the Browns, like because obviously I'm huge on the Bengals, so I think they're easily the second best, if not the best, team in that division. Like Right. But so I, I just think it's going to be hard for them to get past the to win games in the division. So that's going to be hard for them to get to ten and a half wins. Yeah, no, it's that's fair. Um, uh, I was I'm just glad you both went under because if you have too many overs, then the math won't work out here. But uh, I'm glad you both realized physics had to come into play. All right, Nick, let's. You and I are in a private room right now, and we're having a conversation. Let's have the Lamar talk. You're my go-to quarterback person, discusser. Uh, I'm in a weird spot with Baltimore because I think they're going to be great. Like, if I actually had to put money down on who I think is going to be the one seed, I would probably put it on them because they were 8-3 and three last year as the IR team, and then the rest of their secondary and Lamar got hurt. And then the, and then the train track, the train fell out, like left the station and then immediately exploded. I think if they have the opposite luck of the injury bug, I think they're going to be great. I'm weirded out though, because of the Lamar thing, I feel like you have to pay him, but it's weird because it's not like the Ravens aren't offering him. It's because like, he's not using, like he doesn't have an agent, but he also does. And it might be a, like his mother, it's weird. Nick, what are your thoughts on this? Talk to me here. Talk me off what side of the ledge I should be on on the Lamar situation and the Ravens. I'm I'm 99.9% I'm going to go on, o- over here because of how good I think they will be, and I think he's going to have a, like, a good year to kind of tell everyone to eat shit. But you, there's a chance here you can talk me off the ledge. So their over-under is at 10.5, correct? Correct, yes. Oh! <gasps> Oh, God. That's a lot. I think they're either a 10 or 11 win team. So I'm going to... I'm going to go over. Okay. I'm going to go over. Because here's why. They came in technically last in this division last year. Yes. So do you know what that means? They get a last place schedule. Yeah. The schedule's not easy. So, so they played... Well... Instead of drawing the Cowboys... They draw the Washington Commanders. They draw the Commanders or the Giants? The Commanders. Uh, I believe they have Giants. Sorry. Yeah. I was I was thinking about the wrong team. They did they drew the Giants, which even better. Yeah. So I think with that factor, everyone being healthy. Now, granted, I was just looking at their depth chart, and they still have one, two, three, four, five, six guys. On the physically unable to perform list coming into camp, <laughs> which is terrible. But six games. 
uh, they're on it coming into camp. That doesn't mean that they're going to be on it at the start. It's, I'm saying if they're still on it, it's going to be six games. So yeah, but so that's saying that J.K. J.K. Dobbins is technically on it right now. Ronnie Stanley's <laughs> still on it right now. Gus Edwards is still on it. Like, there's a lot of guys we'll that are still on it that are going to be available for week one. It's just it's a lot coming back. But with that, then you also got to remember they just added Kyle Fuller. Yeah. They added Marcus Williams. They added Kyle Hamilton in the draft. Like, they added some guys on defense. Yes, their receiving core is awful. It's it's the Ravens. It's awful. No, but this is worse. Their second best receiver, so their best is receiver Devon, is an unproven Rashad Bateman. Their second receiver is Devin DeVerney. Hey. And after that, James Prochet. Like, they did not draft a single guy this year. If it means all the receivers that they have are guys that they got as undrafted free agents, which is fine. Right. But that that's a weak spot. But that offensive line they upgraded, they upgraded everywhere. Like this team's going to be good, so give me the over. Admitting that it's probably that in my mind it's going to be the over at eleven, not like twelve or thirteen. So I, I okay, no, you're right. Their their receiving core is weird. Blake, you should put respect on De, on Devin Duvernay's name, Texas Longhorn legend. I I know uh, who he is, but he's just not. not <laughs> I not know. <laughs> I think I think uh, James Prochet, SMU kid. I think he's tough. I really like him, so I'm excited to see him this year. But yeah, the they aren't a playmaker on the outside type team. I feel like the – I think, look, again, if I had – like, if my bet right now, gun to head, like, I think they're going to be the one seed in the AFC, so I'm going over. I feel like this is going to be – Lamar has done done it to himself in a way with how he's handled the contract situation, but I do believe, too, this is a screw you to the rest of the league type of year that he might have. Going into what could possibly be a unrestricted free agent walk year for him, and uh, he parks his new Ferrari next year in Miami. But we'll get to that. Anywho, so I'm saying over. Uh, you better hope that he doesn't. <laughs> that means that they are terrible. <laughs> that is very true. We will. We're gonna have that conversation when we get to the Dolphins in a, in a while. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um. Seven and a half. We can rapid fire them. Uh, I don't think they're going to be great. I'm going to go under. I don't trust. I I just don't know what to expect. The, the, if they do go under, it's going to be slightly under. But for the math to work out, I'm going under. Uh, Mac over under seven and a half. They're very under. I think they're going to be hovering around the four win mark this year. I mean, they're going to be. I think they're going to start Kenny Pickett from the start, and it's just going to be him trying to get used to the NFL. Okay, Blake, over under seven and a half. See, I'm in a tough spot here. Um, I don't. I don't. Their team really isn't that like. A, Roster wise, their team isn't bad, and I think they have a top five coach in the league. But it's yeah, it's the Steelers. The worst he, they are is always average. Always average. That's <laughs> the thing. Like an average is like eight wins. It's like what the fuck? So it's like no Fucking matter. I Matt just Nader. feel like no matter how bad they are, they're gonna win eight games. But I looked at their schedule, man, and they just they really with the roster and who's gonna be at the helm. I feel like they only have like 
five winnable games. It's not easy. It's Especially not, easy. not with that quarterback room. So I'm going to take the under, but I honestly, I'm going to say it now, I would not be shocked if they hit the over because it's Mike Tomlin and it's the Steelers. They're always just so average. Uh, you're you're right, that caveat. Ethan, over, under, seven and a half on Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm hitting the under. I mean, there's not much more to say. It's, they're, it's just, I'm t- saying they're hitting the under. Nicholas, over, under, seven and a half, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, I want to. I wanted to zag, say over so bad. Zag, I wanted to say zag, so bad, Nick. Zag. Yeah, I know. We're all again, and he's in the zag. This here. would be the first one of the night. <sighs> God damn it! Dude, their their schedule's just so tough. That's why I didn't. No, do it. you're. It's they're, you're right. It's, it's not, not easy. easy. The NFC West. They got to play a second place schedule, so they're going to be playing like Indianapolis, no, the, they, the Raiders. Play... Yeah, it's 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 under. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I don't want it to be, but it's. I, I feel I like absolutely. Them. I'm with you, Nick. That is, I do it's so think tough. that their receiving core is absolutely prime for somebody to get a deal from at the deadline if they do suck. Uh, Claypool's Claypool drafting George Pickens in the second was a steal. He's good. Yeah, he's gonna be so good. Even if he, even then if you he's also a, still have a psychopath you have like Miles Boykin down there and Deontay Johnson, Gunnar Olszewski. Like they've got some that receiving core is really good actually. It's interesting. <laughs> and Pat Fryerman. I don't know. I'm a Pat like Fryerman guy, but I I'm not sold on the defense. Obviously, TJ's a stud. Devin Bush is. Is is he gonna play football? God only knows. Consistent. Like they're good and they're going to be good, but I have them hovering at like six wins, not going over eight. Hey, my under can still be seven and ten. So, so we're uh, going down to the. You were looking at Indianapolis. That was the P- Pittsburgh seven and a half, not nine and a half. All right, now to the NFC North. So we're gonna go AFC, uh, NFC, then NFC, AFC. Back and forth, so we don't stay in one side. Uh, the Green Bay Packers favorites to win the NFC North, second uh, tied for the second highest win total in the NFC, uh, tied for the second highest win total in the league. Uh, we'll start with Blake Blake Ringer, ten and a half. Green Bay over under. I got the over. Okay. Uh, reasonings, very simple. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, yes, he's not a playoff performer. It, we have history of it. You guys know I'm a big Aaron Rodgers stands. But in the regular season, man, he is he is on just another level. Um, yes, he doesn't have weapons like he used to, but he still has Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon. They're both really good. I think Christian Watson's going to have a good year. Um, I think Randall Cobb will probably have a decent season. Decent year, and just outside of that, the division just really isn't that good. Okay. Um. I I think they'll probably hit just eleven, but I have I have them win the NFC North, and I have them at eleven wins. Okay. Ethan Pearson, no one hates Aaron Rodgers in this group more than you do. First off, uh, compliment. First off, have you ever seen the movie Con Air? <laughs> Shout out. Is that? No, I don't think I have. Okay, never mind then. Well, you need to watch it. What? I don't know. It's the it's the it's the look like when you saw the picture of Aaron Rodgers wearing the wife beater at the hair. That's how Nick Cage looked in Con Air. So I was just wondering if yeah. you noticed what that was from. 
Anywho. I, I haven't even seen that picture, so. Oh, fair enough. Anywho, no one hates Aaron Rodgers more than you. Over under 10.5 for the Packers, and why? I, I mean, I wouldn't say nobody hates Aaron Rodgers more than me because I'm pretty sure his parents and his family do. But, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, give it to uh, me. We can I'm going to say over there. I mean, it's, they're basically a lock to win the division. It's, it's the NFC North. They're, they're going to win 11 to 12 games. Rogers, as much as I do hate him, he's a good quarterback. He can like, like. They're gonna they're gonna win the division and they're gonna hit the over. It's it's gonna happen. Okay, sorry, Blake and I are plotting over here. Mac, over under. Ten and a half for Green um, Bay. I have him just under. Um Okay. I have him at ten. So I have them finishing second in the division, so that's why. But God damn um, it. Aaron Rodgers is good. You're what? You're all stealing my shit. Go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers is still going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to do what he does. He's going to have a healthier offensive line this year with uh, Bakari. Bak- Sorry, hold on. I remember how to enunciate his name. Bakhtiari. There it is. Thank good, you, Blake. Good job, Blake. Um, he's back from in- yeah. He's back from injury, and it's going to help that offensive line immensely. Um, just not only like his skill, but his you know leadership and everything like that. Their defense isn't. Like, isn't top 10, but it's not going to hurt them. So, yeah, 10 wins is probably a safe bet for them. Uh, if I was betting on this, I would alternate this to 9.5 and, and bet over. But I'm thinking under at 10 um, as well. Um, for reasons that we're going to get to. I thought I would. I'm not on an island on this, apparently, but we'll get to it. Nick, the Green Bay Packers, over under 10.5. Over, over. Okay, they've they've gone over ten. They've gone over eleven wins the last three years. Uh, there's nothing in the NFC North right now that really tells me anybody's going to challenge them for the division. And like what you guys are insinuating at the moment, so I'm going to stick with over, probably eleven or twelve. They play the AFC West this year, don't they? Yes. Right, yeah, because the Bears play the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Broncos. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that will come into play for them. There's only one team that I think I have them at under, like I said. There is only one team I think that is going to give them fits in this division, and it is the team that I that we're about to talk about. It's not Max Detroit Lions. It is the Minnesota. It is the Minnesota Vikings. They're over under. Is nine and a half. And Joe Winkle's bold proclamation number one of the night. It took us 39 minutes to get here, but we are here. I think the Vikings are going to win 13 games and be the best team in the NFC. I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't gonna go that far, but man. I'm I'm curious here to hear this. Yeah, I okay. am 13 and what? 13, 13 and 4. Twelve and five could still be on the table, but I think they're. I think the Vikings are going to be really good. A lot of it is based around. I think getting rid of Mike Zimmer is worth three wins in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Zimmer was so bad, and their defense was so horrendous. 
And I just feel like the new direction in there, and I feel like getting guys coached up right, and I feel like on the it's gonna be it's gonna be the breath of fresh air team. Like the it's not comparable to the Bears because the Vikings have just been better than the Bears over the last ten years. Uh, even though for some reason they still don't beat them, um, other than the last two, uh, but like that the Bears team that got Nagy after all those weird seasons with Fox and Trussman and whatnot, and they just they fucking went off. They finished twelve and four, and it made no sense. Though they also were a team that was really good, and it wouldn't have been surprising if they made the Super Bowl. Uh, I feel like that's going to be this year's Vikings team. Um, I can't put my finger on it exactly, but I think if you get full bills of health, obviously all of these predictions are going to be with predicting clean bills of health. So we're going to get stuff wrong just based on that. But Dalvin, Jefferson, Thielen, Kirk, all, the, all those things lining up. Yeah, Madison. All those things lining up. I think the defense will be improved. I really, I just really, really like what they're going to be. And I feel like the breath of the fresh air in that locker room is going to power them forward. Nick, you can destroy my take if you want. I understand it's a bold proclamation, but I think this team, if if I was putting money on it, I would bet, I would, you can't parlay this because I tried to look into it, but I would put together Vikings to win NFC North, Vikings best record NFC, Vikings, I'd alternate it. I'd go over 11 and a half. I think they're going to be really good. I don't think they're going to – it's going to translate to playoff success. But I think – because I think they'll find a way to screw up and get clipped, whether in their first game or, like, if they got to the conference title game, which I don't know. We'll see. But I think they're – like, they're, I also – I am also – I'm saying that they could be 12 and 13 wins with the caveat that I wouldn't be shocked if they were the one seed and got clipped by whoever they played in game one. I just think that that's what they're, where they're going to end up. I think they're going to feast on Detroit and Chicago. Um, I think they'll at worst split with Green Bay. Other than that, I really like where they're heading. Nick, you can go ahead and carve my take up, but I'm living on the. I'm going to live on the edge with that one. That's where I'm at with Minnesota. Uh, I'm not sure if we're even looking at the same like <laughs> roster here. Yeah, I was going to say defense. The Minnesota Vikings, like. We're still talking about the team that's starting Patrick Peterson at a corner, right? Listen, I never said it was we're, great. We're, we're still we're still talking about their other corner being Cameron Dantzler still, right? Listen. Yeah, that's the team, Nick. That, is, still, that is that team. I still, we're, I never... we're still talking about the guy that their best corner might be a guy that they just drafted in the second round in Andrew Booth, right? Hey, if he's like, good, he's I'm good. i to make sure that we're still talking about the same team, right? Because I don't even have them finishing second in the division. Listen. Like, I'm taking the under, and I'm taking, like, okay. three, three, three-ish games under. Like, okay, I, wow. I just don't see it. Okay. I think a first-year head coach in O'Connell, I'm not going to take the over on a guy I've never seen coach a football game like that. Not in a division where you have a team that has been extremely dominant and then a team that is extremely up-and-coming. No, like, I just I don't see it. No, listen, I I understand it. This is absolutely the take that I'm going to make tonight. That's got the highest lit possibility of crashing and burning. I just did a little. I did some research with stuff and just was looking at things, and I heard some people talking about it, 
and they threw it some stuff out there, and I was like, man, I can see it. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, you know what? If there was something to really take a flyer on, it would be something like this. That's where I'm at with them. I This is the caveat where I'm understanding that absolutely this could fall flat on its ass. And listen, when that happens, I'll be like, look, I overshot my skis here. But I just feel like, look, this is the team I'm willing to take a risk with. Uh, Ethan, we'll go to you. Over under nine and a half for Minnesota. Uh, I'm I'm going under. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely saying under. I mean, that they haven't done a lot to improve their defense, and as we know, corner's been a big issue for them for years. It's always been one of the things that Minnesota gets harped on for, and with the. I, I mean the receiving depth in the in the in the division got worse, so like they don't have to really worry about that as much. I would say because your corners can afford to be a little bit worse when nobody has a big star receiver, but it's still been a major issue, and you got to play other teams, so it's it's going to come back and bite them in the ass at some point, like it usually does. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Mac. Hey, at least, at least the two guys ending on the Vikings are someone on my side here. Mac, over, over, over nine and a half, and why? They are over nine and a half. I haven't seen around eleven wins this year. I think offensively, Minnesota is the most complete team offensively in the division. Um, they have all the weapons. Their offensive line is above average. You're going to have Dalvin Cook probably run for over a thousand yards again. Um, Elon and Jefferson will do their thing, and I just, I just think they're going to do enough. They're going to, they're going to beat up on the weaker competition that they play throughout, like when they do, and they're going to be hovering at eleven. And Kirk Cousins, you know, if everything goes, if they get to eleven or twelve wins, Kirk Cousins is going to put up a season that you know might be close to MVP standards. I if they do, if they are as good as I think they could be in the regular season. Now, again, I am not picking them at all to be a Super Bowl team. I just think the regular no, season, wise, I feel like they could cash in on some stuff, and I think that they could be potential for the one seed. Um, but, you no, know, you're right. If they have that type of season, he definitely would probably be – people would hate it, but he would put up numbers that you would be like, he's in the mix somewhere in the top five. Uh, Blake, over under nine and a half. Um. I'm I'm with you and Mac here, but on the opposite end, I'm going to take the under, but it's going to be exactly nine wins. Okay. Um, I think I, I think they are offensively wise. I think they're up there with the top teams in the league. I think, in my opinion, I think Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league. Um, it's close, but I, I'd take him over. I'd take him over anybody. Bold, but. I mean, I, he's in. He's on the short I list. I respect it. He's on the short and, list. And that's for me. again. That's just my opinion. This what he's done in his first two years have just. He's just been completely dominant. Adam Thielen is a guy who's going to get you ten touchdowns every year. Delvin Cook, arguably a top five. You know, you're, uh, you're worried that they're just not going to be able to get they're stops. Just, their defense, they won't be able to stop anybody. Aaron Rodgers is going to pick them apart, and he doesn't even have weapons, and he's still just going to pick them apart. I. Th- I even think the Bears, they don't have a lot of weapons, but I think David Montgomery is going to run all over them. I yeah, think Darnell Mooney will be good enough on them. I just don't see 
how they I think they'll score, but they just won't be able to stop anybody from scoring. So, so that that's fair. That's I, why I have them exactly right there in the middle because I think they can outgun people, but they just won't be able to stop anybody. That's fair. I think the bad version of my take still looking good, or excuse me, the good version of my take still looking bad is like their offense is fucking amazing, like top three five to five in the league, but they have like a like Bottom. a defense that was as bad as like the late 2010s. Saints, early 2010s Cowboys, like something like that. That's where I we'd be worried um, about the about where I think they could be missing because they could lose some games where they just don't have enough gun. Like Kirk can't pull them out, pull one out of his yeah. ass in a couple games. And enough. I don't, I just think he's an average quarterback, and I just don't think he could get him over that hump of being an elite team. No, I that's just fair. Think they'll be a mediocre middle of the road team. That's fair. Mac, we're going to start with you here. Detroit Lions, over, under, six and a half. Smashing that over. Um, I think they're going to be at eight wins this year. They are very improved from last year. The second year under Dan Campbell, right atmosphere, right leadership. Jared Goff's hopefully going to stay healthy this year. Um, and. I mean, getting Jamison Williams, yeah, Jamison Williams in the draft is was insane, and I think him coming off the you know physically the PUP list in week seven, they're going to be a completely different team from the first six weeks, um, and they're just going to ride the momentum that they had at the end of last year. So let me ask you this: two questions. First, would you rather them do that than be? a still improving team that wins maybe five games and is actually in shouting distance of Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, or I, do you feel so like, do you feel I, like with a quarterback with golf, you want to see a team like this that is showing improvement that has filled some holes to actually be able to win games? Cause golf is a guy that can win games. Yeah, I think so. I think eight wins is their their cap this year, but even if they do win eight games, they're still going to position. I think they still will go out and position themselves to go get a top three pick. They're going to make some moves so they can get a quarterback in the future. Okay. All right, uh, Nick, where are yes. you at? Same two questions for you in that sense um, when breaking down this Lions team, and what do you feel like? I'll also add, in your mind, I'm asking you this and not Mac, where do you, in your mind for Detroit, what type of season for them would be a step backwards? Uh, not being competitive again. Okay. So I'm, I'm just going to start off with this. I'm going to take the over of six and a half because they won three games last year, right? Yes. How many games, without looking at the schedule from last year, Joe, how many games do you think they lost by one possession? At, I will say five. Eight. Seven. It was eight? eight. Was... Damn. Eight one possession losses last year. That's nuts. You win four of those eight. You're seven you're and at ten. Seven wins, and you have the over right now. So that's where I'm projecting them to hit that over, is I think they're going to win a lot more of those one-possession games, just having another year with Dan Campbell, having a few more weapons, getting a little bit better as they grow up, Penny Sewell taking a step forward coming up, adding in Jamison Williams. I think that That's those steps are going... Not Jamison. Yeah, yeah, Jamison. And adding DJ Chark as well. 
I think that those additions are going to help them win half of those games, get to seven, eight wins, and be improving significantly looking for a new quarterback in next year's draft. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I'm going to say is let's not forget this Lions team has a top eight offensive line too. So it's Correct. really good. I mean, I don't who I don't remember their other tackle, but I know. I mean, you got Sewell Rag Ragnow is one of the best centers. Taylor in the Decker's league. their other tackle. Taylor Decker. I mean, Taylor Decker. Their line's really good. Um, and yeah, I for, I even forgot about the DJ Chark edition, Blake. Like getting him, obviously with JMO, who won't be there for the first six weeks, but you have TJ Hawkinson. Uh, you got pieces. Um, you have Amon Ross St. Brown. You have yep. Quintez Cephas. It was really like. good. And you uh, Swift. They, they brought back – they got Swift. Did they bring back Jamal Williams again? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. So, no, it's – they're right. Like Nick, Nick and Mac are right on. It's kind of what I said with the Bengals of their luck variance. And we'll get to that too when we get to the Raiders. Uh, the AFC West will be the last division we talk about, but the Raiders, this is going to be a theme of theirs talk, when we talk about them is – they had like eight games last year where they won at the buzzer, uh, like at, on the last play. The, the Bengals had like five or six. The the Lions lost a lot of those games where it was last play or late possession. So it could be a massive luck swing variance for them, you would think, right, Blake? Yeah, you'd think. Um, I am teetering. It's close for me. It's it's very it's very close to me. I think I think the NFC North is going to be su- uh, surprisingly semi-decent division this year instead of, like, everybody being, you know, outside the Packers, you know. It's clear, like, there's three clear bad divisions in the league. Yes. And, and I they're don't not, think, and they're and not I, one of they're them. They're not one of them. They're not one of them. I, I, ha- I have the over on the Lions, barely. But, again, I think this division is going to surprise a lot of people because they, ca- they honestly, with the schedule that they have, they could go out there and win eight, nine games, but that's if they win those all those close possession games. They would have to have all the They'd luck. They'd have to have all yeah. the luck. And I don't think they'll get all of it, but I think they're, like Nick said, better than last year. Yeah. And I think with the teams that they play, I think they can get right above there, but they won't be too much over. Fuck. This, is, this might be the one I'm teetering the most on. Ethan, over under six and a half. Uh, looking at their schedule and that, I'm definitely saying the over. I mean, I I really like what the Lions are doing. I like I love Dan Campbell. As soon as he got there, the culture of the Lions changed. Like he's making it look like they're actually going to be competitive, and I think that they could fight for the second spot in the division. I definitely think they're going to be better than the Bears. I think they have a chance to be better than the Vikings. And their schedule lines up with it. So I, I'm definitely hitting the over for the Lions. They went three and fourteen last year. Three yep. thirteen and one. Three thirteen and one. Yep, there you go. I forgot we tied. Yeah, with Pittsburgh. <sighs> Shit. I hate this. <laughs> Mac, I'm sorry. I'm Going to bet the under by one by a half. Again. I mean, let's just say this: you're going to be one of the few people out there who actually are hitting the under on that. I'm going like, to say they go. The six Lions and over is a very popular thing. I'm going to say six wins, but I think it's that this is a winning year for them. Like I feel like I really like what they're doing. Uh, losing uh, th- them winning six games this year to me 
is a winning year for them. It shows that they're improving. That's why. That's why I, I think as long as they improve over three three games, it's a winning season. So if it means anything, if it, if they went four twelve and one, I would have taken the over because I think not enough. plus three wins. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, at least so I will say they will double their wins. All right, now moving on to the Bears. There are so many variants <laughs> on this team season. Um. I might have goofed the math up eventually in the end by picking the Lions under because I think I might have the Bears under just because of what I think the perfect season for them would be. Uh, I feel like the perfect year for the Bears is like 4-13, and 13, but Justin Fields has like 30-something hundred yards, a good, a pretty good touchdown interception. I won't mind if he throws a lot of picks. I won't, yeah. Because, uh, like, I expect them to be down a lot, so I expect them to be throwing a lot. And when you do that, you're going to throw interceptions. Think of shitty teams and their quarterbacks. Think of shitty teams with bad point differentials. Those are the type. Those are the teams that end up having their quarterbacks throw a lot of interceptions because they're trailing a lot. Look at Fields last year. Look at Trevor Lawrence. Things like that. So, like, as long as he's, like, not a horrible decision maker. I think he's going to make strides. I think the talent is there. I think it's peaked in moments last year. Obviously, he has holes he needs to improve on. I think the perfect season is they do something like 4-13. and 13. Their offense is good. The problem is they just literally cannot stop a fucking nosebleed. And they get into the lottery of a team is willing to sell their soul for a top three pick, which they have to move up and get a quarterback. That's the perfect season for the Bears. Because then you can... Move back in the draft, get capital to fill your roster. Hopefully, with a season like that, and certain guys are shining, then Poles is going to be willing to spend next year where guys are going to hit the market. So I'm saying under. I think they're going to be four or five wins. Um, we were joking before we got on. I think if you, you can right now bet them plus six and a half week one against the Niners. I would not be shocked at all if they upset San Francisco in week one uh, with Trey Lance having to go to Soldier Field for his first uh, regular, like, not his first start, but, um, if I'm, uh, but you know, having to go to, to, to his first week one start. Um, definitely, I think that might be one of the five games they win. But I do think, though, this team is going to be watchable. It will be the most fun I will have watching a team that m their ceiling is – their ceiling is somewhere around like eight wins. Like around that. That's their ceiling. If somehow Fields is fucking like top eight quarterback in the league ceiling, like if that's or top eight if he passed the the pop of like a of a second year Allen or a second year I mean not not as good as Herbert last year, because what Herbert did last year was Ridiculous, but I'm just saying, like, if he has those flashes, then their ceiling is like ten wins somehow, just because he might fuck around and steal games for them. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think his progression is still going to be gradual. I think he's eventually going to be one of the guys, one of the t quarterbacks in the top, you know, twelve to fifteen in the league. I think that with also like T Law, I think Zach Wilson is somewhere close to that. But we'll get to them later. But um, they need those extraordinary moments from him to be great for what they are. I think it will be lower, but I also think he will be really good, and I feel like they just won't get stops. So I think that's where they're at. That's how I'm taking the under. Blake. 
Um, you you are feeling you. I I think you're nuts here, but <laughs> maybe. But Blake's trying to alt wins. Blake, so, Blake is so betting to win he, the NFC North. So he, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Hear me out. I, the thing, the thing that I was stating earlier is that I think the NFC North is going to be a lot better than what people think because I originally had the Bears with the over as well, but I think they're going to be just at seven. But I am going to take the under, but I'm with you on that. Their ceiling easily is eight to ten wins in my opinion. I think there are so many winnable games on the schedule. I'm going to shout out my boy Dan Orlowski. He said it perfectly. If the Bears do get above seven games, the only reason is because of Justin Fields, and you, yes. have, you put him in the MVP conversation. I don't care. I don't. If, know, if they, I don't know about that. No, but like, only, I get what you're the saying. The only reason they'd be that good is because of Justin being that good. Yeah. So that's why I'd have him in the MVP race because this team, there should be no reason that they win eight games. No, if they There's, somehow they win are eight bad, nine, it's because Justin Fields was amazing. Yeah, if they go eight and nine, Fields and is I probably like you just have to realize the roster is not good. It's just not. No. It sucks. Our offensive line, yes, got better, but everywhere else, literally everywhere else, got worse. They have about eight dudes on their roster where that are I'm legit like, NFL guys. I'm like, I'm fuck like, yeah, yeah, yeah I like they're it. good. Outside of that, they just don't have anybody. No, their schedule is a winnable schedule. It's just I expect Justin to make steps. I personally am that guy that I want them to suck. I want them to get a top pick. I want them to get another. Whether it's a receiver, whether it's an offensive lineman, whether it's but, a defensive tackle, I, they need another guy, and I want them to get the hot pick, so I want them to hit the under. I just think there's definitely a chance that they could hit that over because their schedule just isn't good. The the scenario I told you is the perfect season, and isn't it? If yeah, if they if, go four and thirteen, but Fields is like thirty seven hundred yards, I'm not I'm not upset. It's like well, well, hey, and then I think, and if, then you hope you yeah. hope that someone gets desperate and moves up. For like Taylor Van Dyke, give me four first round picks, and all if, of them, nom 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 nom, like a fucking like uh got like Pac Man out and here if just really eating good, futures it's because of Justin and put him in the MVP conversation. It's either they're gonna be really bad or Justin Fields will have an amazing year. No, if they get to like nine wins, if they if they flirted with like nine wins, it's because Fields has like forty three, forty exactly. four hundred yards so. or something stupid. Yep. Uh, or they just have ridiculous like late game variants. But or I some just shit. you just have to realize the roster is just that it's just bad. It's just a bad. It's roster. not good. Yep. No. Um, Ethan. Over. Okay. Uh, so Nick. Or so Blake. Are you? Am I locking you in under here? Then under. Yep. Okay. Ethan. I mean, I I don't have much to say about this team. I you you know I, I I'm hitting the under. I mean. Okay. They, They've done so many disappointments over the last. Just hard, hard not to say that they're gonna hit under. I, I think they can win max five, max of five. I'm like that's what I feel, but I think like, I do think the the, the good version of that is very possible it, because I think Fields is gonna show the steps. They have, they have one average NFL receiver on their team. No, absolutely. Trust me. My my reasoning and me talking about fields is like has nothing to do with what's around him. It's I just think he's going to show like they were bad around him last year to an extent, and uh, and and fields. There were games where it wasn't many. Um, he had his ups and downs. It was so weird. Like I just feel like too for him, if some of the weird shit that happened last year. 
tap like is better this year. I really hope. I also feel like they literally were at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to offensive game planning and coaching ever in the history of the league. Like if it's better and he's still and there's still wonky stuff, then I don't know. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to come out and be a top ten quarterback of the world this year. I think he's, but he, I expect improvements. But no, you're right, Ethan. Like they do not. Like I think Darnell Mooney's ceiling is like top fifteen receiver in the league, but that's his ceiling if he's good. And I don't think he's that. But that's like high level best for him. Um, but he did have a good stat season last year. The tape wasn't great, but the stats were good. Um, Mac over under six and a half for Chicago. Um, it's under, and the fact that you guys are even contemplating it's an over is baffling to me. I mean, yes, I like Fields, I like Mooney and Montgomery and Komet, but this team is by far the weakest in the division. One, yeah. Two, Absolutely. I think I think they're gonna no argument. They're gonna be a team that's gonna hover around three or four wins at best. I just don't think they have the dudes out there to go out there and play 17 games against these guys, against these opponents and get you know get anywhere close to be competing on a regular basis. I mean, um, they need they're going to be they need to be in a position where they can address a lot of needs in this coming draft, and then maybe next year they can rebound to where they should be, where like kind of where the Lions are going to be at this year, I think. But that's the thing with the Bears, though. That's that, I think they're they're in a different spot than the Lions because you got to realize how much. No, that's what I'm saying. Like this year have. is what the Lions was last year. Like the Bears are going to be what the Lions were last year. Yeah. No, I'm with it again. Like I said, I think they like. I think five and twelve. And I mean, I just don't. I just don't see. I just don't see eight wins even being a ceiling for this team. Like I. I don't see eight games on that schedule. You're like, okay, I think the Bears might be able to squeak that out. Yeah, and we're not saying that. We're just saying if that happened. It would be because Fields was astronomically ridiculously good, but we don't okay. think that's going to happen. If, I'm saying that I'm saying that even if Fields is astronomically good, like he can have a thirty three thousand yard plus passing season and still be a three one team. Oh, absolutely. I think that's it's, the. Perfect, it's going to be a lot of his yards is going to be garbage. If if he throws for like thirty five hundred yards and they win four games, I'm planning a parade. But like, and his tape gonna, is just immaculate. I, like I feel like they. Okay. Justin Fields is going to have seasons that are similar to what Matthew Stafford had early in his career. Look, if the tape look if the tape looks good, and there's certain stuff with him that improves, um, I look, I'm I'm excited. I think they hit a lot of they've done a lot of stuff right, though they have done a lot of stuff that has pissed me off. Um, I don't like how they've handled obtaining assets. I do understand what they've done with getting rid of guys. I think. All the moves they've made to get rid of people, I've been, I've loved. I've been like, yes, you are clearing out that you thought the last regime did a horrific job, which I agree with. But uh, other than that, I think when it uh, when it comes to so like the coaching staff, I liked a lot of those hires and stuff. Nick, your thoughts over under six and a half. Under. Everything that's been said. True. They do have a little bit of variance. I think that the variance is more in the past week just because they've upgraded the offensive line significantly in the past week, getting Michael Schofield and Riley Reef. I think that's a big obviously those, thing. Obviously, those two aren't a massive difference, but those two will help the development of field just by giving a little bit more time. 
and make him look better. But yeah, overall, there's just not enough guys on this roster. No. Those the offensive line Robert signings Quinn. were literally the uh, hey, let's just not let Fields get as killed as he yeah. did last year. That's literally just what it is. Trade away Robert Quinn, get Jaquan Brisker signed and into camp so we can get him move and get him going, and then just see what happens. But I, I don't think this team has anything crazy in them by any means. No, I look yeah, like like I said, I think I, I'd love to ours see is a pipe Travis dream, Gibson take a big step, and that'll make me happy. Yeah, I think what Blake and I, I think agree. I think what Blake and I were trying to do, we're trying to list out the scenarios for Chicago. I do think. Uh, yeah, I think five and twelve is about what they'll be. Probably four and thirteen, but I think there's going to be stuff to be happy about. All right, Tampa Bay Bucks, eleven and a half. Ethan, over under for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to say they're going to fall around nine or ten wins. See, this is the weirdest one in the league because I'm not sold on the Bucks, but the NFC South sucks nuts. And I think they play the AFC South this year, right? I don't know who's got – Nick, do you have their schedule pulled up? Uh, I didn't have theirs pulled up yet, but I can in two seconds. I know Blake's also on it. I think they play the AFC South. And, dude, they're going to eat a lot. They're going to eat a lot of fucking cake in that division or in those – playing those two divisions. The – they have. They play the, the Colts and the Jags. No, the they ha- they have Browns, Ravens. Okay. Oh yeah, they okay. Bengals. They play the. So they play oh. AFC. Not easy. So yeah, but I feel even more confident in my ninth. All right. And they, <laughs> okay. Okay. Their schedule is easily one of the hardest in the league for sure. But I mean, with that being said, I feel confident in the under. But Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I just the fact that they have the they're tied for the best win total with Buffalo at eleven and a half, I think is crazy. But like, I feel like they could be good regular season team, but don't pop in the playoffs because I don't trust them to go far. Um, there's a reason Tom Brady retired, guys. It's because he doesn't want to play for the Bucks anymore. He tried to part own. He tried to be an owner player for the Dolphins. And if Trey Lance didn't exist, he'd be on the 49ers probably right now if he could swing it. I don't. This is last year in Tampa. I think they win ten. I'm gonna just say under because like ten games, ten and seven, and it'll clearly still probably be enough to win the division. Though I think New Orleans has the chance to be feisty, but uh, I still like the Bucks to win the division even at the under. Uh, Nicholas. Oh, man, I wanted to go later, but fine. Give me – oh, this team is so weird. They really are. You can even give us a Julio Jones take if you want. I'll give it to you. No, because Julio Jones is a good addition, but it's essentially the same player as Mike Evans. I feel like I'm if they – No, but... I feel like he's going to be like a touchdown eater. That's about I mean, it's, it. It's cool. It's a cool addition. They have a good offensive line. Uh, I'm going to go over just because they play in a weak division and they win games. So, no, you're right. Someone... I like what they did for. I, I like what they did getting Bulls, giving Bulls another shot. I think he got shafted in New York, so I think him getting another shot's good. So I'm going to take the over on him. Uh, Mac. 
Over under 11 and a half. Um, still under. Uh, I, I think Tom's kind of one foot out the door. Yes, he's still going to put up numbers this year, like he always does, but I just don't think the commitment to the Buccaneers is going to be the same as the years past. Um, like I kind of agree with you, Wink, on that. And then I don't think this Bucks team is going to win the division this year. Um, and having to to go against the AFC North is no help to them either. Okay. Uh, Blake, over, under, and we're going right back to Mac to fire off his bold prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also going the under. Um, I think losing Ryan Jensen was huge. Um, I think that's going to hurt him. Um, Not having Chris Godwin for however long he's going to be out, I think, is going to be big. They don't have Gronk. I think is going to be big. Kyle Rudolph is in the scrub, but he's not Gronk. Um, Julio Jones also isn't a scrub, but him and Mike Evans' games are so similar. They how don't have. How long is Chris Godwin? Chris Godwin got cleared for camp, but I I just don't think they're going to play him right away. I think right. he'll start this year on the public list. He'll probably miss. No. What? Uh, I I disagree with what you're saying about Godwin, but continue. Nick is the professional. And this is just my opinion. He got cleared. I just don't think he will play right away. Um, I just I think say, that's I just be... just say if he wasn't going to play, they would still have him on the pup list. Yeah, that is true. If they, if they cleared him off pup, they're going to play him. Yeah, that is true. Though it is a, I'm, I'm not, I'm a little shocked. I just don't it's think he's, that he's I, just back, don't, but... I don't think he's going to be able to do what people expect right away, and I think that's going to hurt him more than it will. I think Lenny's going to be great, but I just, I think <laughs> if he if he gets in shape, if he gets in shape, I just. I have them at the under. I do have them winning the division. I think it's going to be like 10. They might hit 11, but everyone's fucking. Uh, yeah, I'll keep the under, though I hate it. I hate, This is going to be the one I hate the most. I should change it, but I'm not. Can't go back now. Mac, your turn. Bold prediction. You think the Saints are going to win the NFC South and why? They're over under is eight and a half. Yes, so I'm going to be over on the eight and a half. I think they're going to hover right around the same record as Tampa. So you're they're going to have the tiebreaker this year. You're eating some W's this year? So the only reason I'm going to do this is because I look at the small sample size last year with Jameis Winston starting quarterback for the Saints before he got hurt. They opened the year and they beat a pretty good Green Bay team. They, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. That defense – isn't like they're not like the worst out there, but they're not the best. They're not going to hurt you. Uh, Mike Thomas is supposed to be coming back this year, so that's I, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold my breath on that, but I think he will. They, uh, they upgraded like camp so far. they upgraded like crazy at wide receiver. Like Olave, they did, and they did. Olave's a savage. Jarvis Landry is going to fucking feast with Jameis throwing mm-hmm. him the ball. That's going to look like him throwing to Rashad Green at FSU. Uh, and Mike Thomas, like his ceiling is one of the best receivers in the league. If he can come back and actually be, be exactly. So like, I think offensively, they're really going to have some stuff that works defensively. I feel like they lost some stuff, but I'm with you. I'm going to go over as well. I've had a string of unders here. I'm going to go over. I think they're going to be feisty as shit. They're going to be right with Tampa. I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they'll be right there. I also think I should have taken the over for Tampa, but I guess my under can still be 11 wins for Tampa. So actually, I'm fine. I'm okay with the under. I'm okay with the under. 11 and six, or 11 and yeah, 11 and six clears the over, or clears the under for Tampa. So I'm all right with that. 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna say over for New Orleans as well, Mac. I they they could. I don't think they'll win the division like you do, but they're as you were saying, like they got so many upgrades on offense. Like there's a lot of stuff that works there. Um, not wrong. Here's a question for the group, and who can answer it? What's the status of Alvin Kamara? Uh, he's fine for now. So he hasn't been charged or anything like that mm. from the incident in February? No. I think he will eventually. So it's just kind of up in the air? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. If he plays, obviously, that's another piece that makes them ridiculously tough to, to game plan for on offense, as long as Jameis reins it in. Um, Ethan, over under 8.5 for the Saints. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go over. I'm going to take the over at 8.5. I think they can easily win – Easily win ten games. Okay. I I think it. I think much more than that will be a little bit of a stretch, but I, I could easily see him winning ten games because, like Max said, Jameis looked really well, like really good until he got hurt last year. Like he looked like he was a whole different person. Maybe that LASIK actually worked, <laughs> and like getting under Sean Payton helped him. I think and. I, I just think that they're gonna they're gonna be good. I I think the Saints will be good, and I think the over is gonna hit. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ringer, eight and a half over under. Uh, I I'm with them. I think it'll be over. I think it will be squeak right over the over. Um, the division's bad outside of the Bucks. I mean, Panthers and uh, Falcons. Falcons, they just aren't good. I think there's four. I think, in my opinion, there's four wins right there. Yeah. Um, and then there's there's like six or seven more winnable games for them, and I think they could squeak a few out. So I have them probably right at nine. I could see them winning eight, but I think I have I have them nine and ten wins there. Nick, two questions. First, a, f- a legitimate one, and then a funny one, and I'll save it for the end. I'm going to ask you this. You mm-hmm. can answer it and then go into your over-under for the Saints, and I'm going to ask you a funny question just to make everyone laugh. Uh, Saints, 6-0 and in the division on the table? They own the Bucks. No. <laughs> no, they they do own the Bucks, but no. They're, they're going to drop them. Okay. Uh, and with that, I will buck everybody else, and I will go the under. That's that was what you need. someone had to go under here. Um, I feel like this team is being overestimated. Uh, I love Jameis Winston to death, but this is the same guy that in those games you guys were saying he was having a whole lot of growth, was averaging what just over a hundred yards a game. You no, that's fair. Like yes, he was not getting penalized for making. It was more of a measured approach, I think. We saw a more measured Jameis. Yes, but the same Jameis still still showed up all the time. Where like he's falling down horizontal to the ground and lobs one to the back of the end zone, and his guy came down with it. Like yes, those show up as touchdowns, but you watch it and you're like, yeah, that could have just as easily been a pick and. How much were they going to deal with that? I, so, I love them, and I want them to be good. I think it'd be, the league's a lot funner when Jameis Winston is on a good team. I love, but if Alvin Kamara is not there, and if Tyron Matthew has lost a step, I think Tyron's a great addition. But I think 
replacing Marcus with him is not enough. So I I'm gonna take the under here. Right. I uh I um I love just when you just come and hammer us with facts of stats and roster stuff. I, it it makes my it makes my heart happy. Here's the funny question for you plus the group whoever wants to answer it. Uh, former Saints coach Sean Payton. More likely, if you had to bet, is he more is he more likely to do which one? Uh, be a broadcaster next year or uh, coach the Dallas Cowboys? Like this upcoming year or the year after? The year after. Like, so not this. This season will be – he'll take it off the year after. He'll more likely – he's, he's going to coach. He'll, he'll coach next year, whether it's in he'll Dallas or somewhere else. He'll, he'll be a coach. And, okay. yes, Dallas McCar- will be the betting favorite. McCarthy's going to get booted. Yeah, and so him and Jerry have clearly had a great relationship for most of their careers. So mm-hmm. Dallas is the easy choice. But in general, without a doubt, in my mind, Sean Payton will be back on the sideline after this season. Agreed. All right. Upcoming are the two teams in the league that are, I don't know if they're the most boring, but they're in the bottom five of most boring. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, their firsts over under six and a half. Ethan Pearson, does Baker Mayfield make Carolina not be horrifically horrific? Ethan, you're muted. Oh, well, we can't hear you. Still can't hear you. That's tough. Poor Ethan. We'll come back to him. Ow. There we go. He's back. That was weird. It wasn't showing me as muted, but apparently I was. I, I double tapped it and it worked. So I don't... But uh, I think he makes them not horribly horrible, but I think maybe five wins. So under. Their over-under is six yeah. and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting the under. Okay. Ethan, under for Carolina. Blah, blah, blah. Blake. Welcome back. Carolina, over under six and a half. It's weird. The Baker Mayfield thing. Um I think uh I think they'll be over. Um I think Baker with Christian McCaffrey assuming he's gonna actually, you know, play a full year. Play over seven games. Play over seven games. Um The I six think... and a half is also the total for Christian McCaffrey's games this year, by the way. <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> I'm, obviously, we're assuming full health here, so I think with Christian McCaffrey, um, I love. I'm a big DJ Moore fan. I think DJ Moore is really good. Kurt, or no, um, not Kurt Samuel, he's on Washington. I have. I I do have them at seven. Their defense obviously needs a lot of improvement, but I think Baker with DJ Moore, uh, healthy Christian McCaffrey, I think they can squeak out seven games. Shout out to Spider Man Brian Burns, FSU made. He's really good. He's great. I don't want to shout him out. He's, too. He's elite. Really good. Shout out to uh, J.C. Horn. Again, really good. Elite corner. Yep. When he blew his Achilles last year, I was so – oh, my heart was They broken. have a lot of He's so good pieces so defense. Yeah. Horn is so good. You still haven't even mentioned their best defensive player. Oh, uh, freaking <laughs> – Luke Keekley, I know. No, the dude from <laughs> Southern – or the dude from, I think, <laughs> Southern Illinois. Uh, Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin, yep. Correct. 
Yeah, Jeremy Chin's a savage. Illinois State, right? Or was it Southern or was that where he went? He didn't go to Illinois State. Illinois no, he went to State, I Illinois he went to, State James Robinson. I thought he went to Northern, Northern Illinois. Yeah, Northern. It was Northern. Yeah, he went to Northern Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to Northern Illinois. Um, but yeah, I think those are three elite level players. I'm gonna say under though, just because man, there's so many things like again, the, it was a joke, but I was it's not Six and a half is the over-under for McCaffrey, too. Like, it's what it seems. Look, in a perfect world, I think DJ Moore's ceiling is top ten receiver in the league. He's really good. McCaffrey, if he plays a full season, we know he can put up, like, MVP-level numbers. And if Baker is on a massive fuck-you tour, it could be possible. But I just... I just don't. And as much as I like Matt Rule, I don't think he's cut out for the league. Um, elite college coach, though. Elite college coach. He's going to land somewhere next year, and it's going to be wild how great they're going to be. Um, so, like, if Jim Harbaugh finally takes an NFL job, he'll go to Michigan and just raid. Like, he'll just ra he'll just wreck. But who knows? Uh, so, I'm going to say under. Um, Nick. Carolina. Under. Okay. Under six and a half. Under. I like what they have on defense. I like some of their pieces. I think they have possibly the worst or second worst coach in the NFL, just in terms of being able to be an NFL coach. And I think that that hurts them. Is the other in the running Lovey? No. No. To me it is. Not in my mind. Robert Sala? Sala's not great, but... Is it the... Do I need it? Well, I'm trying to think who it could be. I don't like Cliff. I think Cliff's pretty okay, bad. Cliff. I think Pete at this point's pretty bad. Could it be uh, the guy we're about to talk about? Are you an Arthur Smith guy? Or is the Nothing jury against still him. out on him? I haven't seen enough to, like, jury's still out on him. I don't, I don't grade guys that I've never seen coach before like that. That's fair. Um, Mac, over under six and a half for the Panthers. Look, man, all I'm going to say is we should have rapid fire these two teams. Just got it done with because nobody cares about them. <laughs> um, they're going to be six wins at max this year. I, I don't even think they're hit that. Their teams, they have some pieces. They just can't stay healthy. Baker Mayfield might make them a little better, but I think four wins is at best right. for them. You want you want to rapid fire him? You're next. Falcons. Atlanta. Four and a half. Three. So under. The question we can <laughs> no we can rapid fire this and I want to um I'm gonna ask two questions over under and is this the worst team in the league this year? If we had to bet for worst record, would it be Atlanta? Max says under four it's, and a half and yes. And by far the worst team. I'm gonna put a big. I want to see uh, how many of us vote for this. So, L, that's going to be worst record. How many of us vote for them? Um, Blake, over under four and a half. Are they, do they end up with the worst record in the league? Under four and a half. Um, and no. If it, okay. If it's not them, it has to be someone else. So, we'll get to that later. Um, Nick, over under four and a half, worst record in the league. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but over. over. Yeah, 
Yes. Yes, Nick. Thank you. Jesus. I was going to be upset if no one said <laughs> that. I was going to be upset if no one said I'm going to say over. I, Marcus Mariota's won in five year. games. What? They won seven games last year. Are we really going to say that with the additions of Drake London and uh, are, are we really saying that they're three okay, games I'm they're Nick three games worse? Give me on the over. I'm going to the oh, over. Like no. Are, are we really saying that they're three games worse than last year? I'm, no. I'm honestly just curious. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're horrific. Three losses worse. They're. I think they're they have in, a better roster than two or three teams in the league. But they're employing Marcus Mariota as their starting quarterback. It's not like Marcus Mariota was awful. And? and? Okay. It's like, yes, yeah, so what did Marcus Mariota be? I can name four or five guys that I would take Mariota over within a heartbeat. Okay. We're gonna. I'm going to have to dish these L's all over the page then. So I had to parentheses Mac there. Um, so, yeah, when you ever – Come around, and we think who you think the worst team will be in. Because we're, I wanna, we'll have just those throughout. I'm curious, the yeah. Uh, oh, I'll make it clear. Oh, I'll make it clear as well. I think, so, I think it is clear. So, Blake, we haven't moved on from the team yet. Do you want me to put you as over? Yeah, because okay. I was, I was at four. Oh, wins. he doesn't get it. I was at four I, wins, and just Nick, Nick, Nick helped me sell it. He helped me sell it. I, I don't need I to say think anymore. Adding Drake London. Drake London, Kyle Pitts is really good. Three games worse. I think Tyler Algier is really good. Uh, I think he's going to start. Cornell Patterson, obviously. Hey, plus Calvin Ridley will be back after week eight. He's okay. All I'm going to say is we got to remember they won seven games with an adequate quarterback. Marcus Mariota wasn't bad though. No, but they won he's only not seven Matt games Ryan, Matt though. Ryan. Oh, absolutely he's not. But you got to realize Matt Ryan also wasn't able to move when he was getting sacked. Marcus Mariota can. I'm going under, and I do think. They also added Rashawn Evans. I think they're the worst team. And I think Deion they're be the worst Jones team. will be back. I think they're going to be the worst team. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Uh, but I, I've thought this for a while, so, like, I've – I've been thinking they're destined for the first pick next year for like a, two months. Um, but look, and look, I like what they've got. But it's also going to look fucking awesome when Bryce Young or CJ Stroud is throwing them them piss missiles to Kyle Pitts and Drake London next year or next season. Also, so live and let live, brother. Ethan, you clearly don't think they're the worst team in the league. Uh, oh, definitely. I'm taking the over. Over. Okay, Mac, we ride on this island. Yep, I'm staying by it. We got to stick to our guns here. Yes, we do. Okay, speaking – hey, I didn't even plan this, but how about more segues? Speaking of the team Matt Ryan – we go from the team Matt Ryan used to be employed by to the team he now is currently employed by. And we're going to start with Ethan Pearson. Over under nine and a half wins for, the, for Pat McAfee's favorite team, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say over. I'm going to say over. And the reason why is because they upgraded at the quarterback position. I mean, Carson Wentz wasn't getting it done. They fell apart at the end of last year. Jonathan Taylor runs like he's a, the top two back in the league like he did last year. I think they'll be just fine. Yeah, like, there's... I, I, and, and I like Matt Ryan. People can say all they want about him. He's a choke artist, all that kind of stuff. But he'll get them there. 
he'll get him to he'll get him to at least ten wins. No, I think I liked I really I'm a big fan of the Matt Ryan move. Um, I'm gonna go over as well. I think they're gonna win the I think they're gonna win the division. I think the Colts are gonna be really good. I don't expect them to. I think ten. If they, I think there's a world where that we that live that exists where they could get to eleven. Um, if they have some crazy variant season and Matt Ryan like can turn back the hands of time a little bit, maybe like twelve, but I doubt it. I think eleven is probably their ceiling, but definitely over. Uh, and I think they're gonna win the AFC South. Uh, uh, da 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 Mac, over under nine and a half for Indianapolis. This one's an easy one for me. I think it's going to be over by a lot. I think Indianapolis is going to be the best team in the AFC record-wise this year. Hey, there we go. Good. We're back. Good. There we go. We're back. Yeah, and I don't know if it's even close. Like, I think they may clear it by a game or two, pretty much. Okay. I'm going to have to do like a – I can't wait for my – I'm going to have to do like a compass rose. I'm going to put check marks next to best team in conference picks. Max is – the Colts in the AFC, mine in the NFC is Minnesota. Um, so we've thrown those out there. I like these takes. I like it. Hey, I de- it's definitely on the table. Like if if Matt Ryan has that season, Blake will go to you next. But like if Matt Ryan has that season where he can be really good, twelve wins. I don't know if thirteen's on the table, but twelve wins is definitely like a ceiling that exists for them. Yeah. Uh... This one's tough for me, personally. Uh, nine and a half is the over. How many did they get last year? They finished nine and eight last year. Yeah, give me the over. Okay. Um, I'm a huge, huge Michael Pittman fan. I think he's me too. I think he's really, 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 really good. Um, honestly, Jonathan Taylor, he's obviously really good. Um, their defense with Darius Leonard and all of those boys. Uh, Wait, you mean Shaquille Leonard? No. <laughs> Just saying. No. Oh, yeah, my bad. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Shaquille Leonard, my bad. Um, I think he's arguably one of the best linebackers in the league, if not the best. Um, Obviously, they won nine games with Carson Wentz. I think Matt Ryan is definitely a step above Carson Wentz. Zach Zach Pascal is really good. Um, God, uh, they're tight end. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Please. Mo Alley Cox. Mo Alley Cox. I love Mo Alley Cox. I think he's really – I think he's good. Um, so, yeah, I have them at 10, 11 wins. Don't have them winning the AFC. No, that's fair. Like, the the winning the AFC thing, I think Mac is picking them to have the higher end of the spectrum. I think they're going to be close to that. Um, but there's so much to love on this team. Uh, I'm a big, yeah, it helps what division they're in. I'm a big DeForest Buckner guy, too. So, him, he's been a – Stephon Gilmore well, they added. Oh yeah, I, that's a really and good Yannick pick. And Yannick Ngakwe, yeah, I think they have the most yeah. complete roster. They yeah, and you think of what they've done the last few years. Um, Quitty Pay. <clears throat> we have a there's a I have a small feeling we might add a second checklist to this Indianapolis Colts line. Nick Pearson over or under nine and a half for Indianapolis. Uh, over and also give me they'll be the best team in the AFC. My okay. man. All right. <laughs> uh. We were just saying, adding on Yannick Ngakwe, adding on Stefan Gilmore, adding on, like, oh, God. You draft Alec Pierce in the second round to help out with Michael Pittman and <coughs> Paris Campbell. And I like, think I think Alec Pierce team, is going to be a fucking baller, bro. This team is that plus you have one of the best lines in football. 
Because as we were just talking about with the Atlanta Falcons, the problem with Matt Ryan was he can't get away from pressure. Well, guess what? With that offensive line, there ain't much pressure. No, the Colts are the Colts, and I think they're going to be really good. All right, Nick, we'll so, stick. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Over and way over. All right, so over. Two check marks next to the Colts. Mac and Nick both have them as the what they have as the one seed in the AFC. Tennessee Titans, nine and a half. Nick, we're going to stick with you. Uh, it's a weird one. I hate that. I hate. I hate where I think. I'm probably going with that, but because I love nine what they stand for. I'm going to go under. Partially because I don't know if El Tractor Cito is going to give you a whole season. <laughs> El Tractor Cito. Isn't it so heartbreaking <laughs> to say they're going to be under, too? They're the uh, world's most yeah. fucking awesome football team. They're one of the most likable teams in the league. I just don't like them as much as I have in years past. Uh, they're great. Love what they stand for. I like Ryan Tannehill. I want him to succeed. I want him to last through the year to get another shot. But I don't think getting Traylon Burks to replace A.J. Brown is going to work out as good as they would like in year one. Yeah, put some respect on A.J. Brown's name. Good Lord. I think it's going to be a little bit of a growing pain there. And after that, the defense is good. But not great. They also lost Roger Saffold. Uh, the offensive line is going to take a hit from that. Like th- there are things that they need to fix that they lost this year. I'm I'm going under as well for a lot of the reasons you are. It sucks. It burns my soul. But um, and they're they, look. This is all of us saying. As many of us say under here. Um, we're all liable to have this get just shit in our face because the Titans do that to oh, people. Absolutely. But it's just. It would be more surprising to me if they went over than than under. Uh, Ethan, nine and a half for Tennessee. Uh, I'm gonna say under as well, just for a lot of the same reasons you guys are saying. I mean, like, yeah, I just don't think they're gonna be the same team that they were last year, and I just think they're gonna hit the under. Blake, come on. Someone has to. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm the over. Okay. Oh, there we go. Um, We're back. The reason why is, I mean, last year they, I mean, they were good without Derrick Henry. Yeah, they had AJ Brown, but AJ Brown wasn't even that good last year because he was hurt as well, even around the same exact time, and they were still winning games. No, you're right. Like, um, I don't think I don't I don't think they're gonna win. You know, twelve. 13 game. I think they'll be right at 10. Yeah, the, maybe the odds 11. Of them, the odds of them being the one seed like last year they, are highly unlikely. Especially if Derrick Henry does play the full year. I mean, he's. Pro- I think he's going to rush for 2,000 yards this year. Um, I Traylon Burks is not A.J. Brown by any stretch of the imagination. I'm a big A.J. Brown guy. Um, he'll be okay, um, but I am a big Roberts Wood guy. I think Robert Woods is going to be really good for them. Yeah, um, yeah, th- that's that's fair. He's. Gonna, I think he's going to be the one to step into that A.J. Brown role. Um, but I mean, I mean, they were good last year and they were not as injured as the Ravens, but they had, they were missing really key guys. They had the, stuff that the they year. didn't go their way. Up. I have them on the, at, I have them at the over Mac Fulton over under nine and a half for Tennessee. Under, um, it's not that I don't like this team. They, they've made a lot of moves that I think are questionable at best, uh, during the draft and everything, but my biggest concern right now is the whole quarterback room going into the season. I mean, Tannehill has 
minus his postseason game last year where he kind of shit the bed. Um, he has done kinda. nothing but well, I, you know, I'm saying like if Tannehill has brought nothing, but like he took that team to the playoffs when he first got in there. But like he's done so much for this team, and they're just gonna cast him aside like nothing ever happened. And it's a shame to see. I don't think they're gonna get double digits this year. So the path is way harder this year for them to do so than than in years past. Um. All right, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Blake Ringer. First, before we get first question, kind of like how we did with the Bears. What's the perfect scenario for the Jags this year? Um, the perfect scenario is just developing Trevor Lawrence. I think that is the biggest thing. Um, I think is the same situation as the Bears, except I have them at the over. I think they are massively improved from last year. Um, I love Doug the Doug Peterson hiring. Safe. I think. <laughs> Travis Etienne is going to be exceptional. Um, him and Trevor have that connection. They got better on the defensive side of the ball. They had the, they signed the leading tackler. I know tackles isn't you know the most eyeball stat, and it doesn't mean that they're good. But they let he's a guy who hunts the ball. I think he's good. Uh, I we overpaid Christian Kirk, but we got him. Weapons. They had to. They had, they had to go to. after a guy like I, that. I like Christian Kirk. I don't think he you know he's a top twenty receiver in the league. But him, Zay Jones. I think will both be good. I wish uh, they Levi- could have kept DJ Chark. Lavishka Chanel, I'm a big fan, and they improved on the defense, and they improved their offensive line. I have them right at seven wins. Um, I could see them being the under. I'm just a fan of what they did in the offseason. I think it will help them improve. I don't think they'll be much better than seven wins, but I do have them at the over. I'm going to have slightly under, but I do agree with everything you say. But I, I think seven wins could happen just because – Trevor Lawrence, I think we all agree, Trevor Lawrence is fucking awesome, and I think this year he's going to show it. Um, but I'm going to go slightly under. Uh, uh, Nick, the, I'm a huge Doug yeah. Peterson guy. I think that it's a big thing for them. I don't know how much it'll show this year, but I think you will. Def- they will definitely be extremely improved just on the tape alone. Uh, does it, though, equivalent you know, enough for them to be over six and a half wins in your mind? Six and a half is a weird number, and I feel like that's high, and I think there's a reason that that's why their under is the betting favorite right now for Vegas, but I would also like to say that I think they go over. Uh, I think that is Christian Kirk overpaid from what he has done so far? Yes, but after the season, could he catch 100 balls, have 1,500 yards receiving, and... Seven, eight touchdowns, yes. So I think that they go over. Okay. Um, Ethan, over under six and a half for uh, Sunshine and your favorite Clemson quarterback ever, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the over as well. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Trevor fan. I like what the Jags have done to improve their roster. And like you said, I like the Doug Peterson hiring. I think it's a, I think it's a good move by them. Uh, and I just I just like what they're doing down there in Jacksonville. I think that they got the I think the culture was really bad last year with like all the Urban Meyer stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, all, you mean all the that, worst? I think. <laughs> you think <laughs> the worst? You mean the worst culture in NFL history, Ethan? Is that what yeah, you're talking I about? Mean, 
I mean, when you're sitting there kicking your players, there's there's probably a, there's probably a pretty big issue there. But uh, precedent, bro. Precedent. I think, I think I think clearing out that and hope getting better on the offensive line for Trevor. And obviously, I think Trevor's going to be a top ten quarterback in the league. Or maybe a top five is his ceiling. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm going to say they're going to hit the over. Here I am being age a. A, a Jags guy, B, high on Trevor Lawrence, C, loving Doug Peterson, and D, picking the under, feeling like I'm underselling them. Crazy. Mac, am I on – are you going to put me on an island or are you uh, – oddly Joe, enough – Joe, are you forgetting they signed Shaquille Griffin? <laughs> Listen, man. They did. Yeah, they Listen. did. Come on, bro. Come on. Join the cult, baby. I'm with it, bro. And I, the fact that they drafted Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. Oh, my Walker God. And no. Luke oh. Fortner to play center for him. Oh. Can I, can I get my point out there? Don't, don't, don't tell me We're about them drafting here. Devin Lloyd because Devin Lloyd. I love Devin Lloyd so much, <laughs> man. We're just trying to sell it. I know, but God damn it. <laughs> Still Are you guys sorry, done? Mac, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's fine. Are you guys done? I was going to say this. Mac, oddly enough, Mac and I have been on the same side of a lot of stuff so far. Uh, Mac. Oh, are, you, okay, are you guys done? I had a convinced show here. Mac, do it. Go ahead. Because, because I am hitting the under. Okay. Uh, six. I think they're going to be at six. That's where I'm at, man. But okay. So Trevor Warren's all that matters this week. None of the things that you guys are saying really matters to me. It just matters. All that matters to me is Trevor Lawrence taking the next step. If they see him taking the next step this year, I think Jacksonville is going to be in a very good spot come 23-24 season. I think the Jags and the Bears are the same. Like, they are in the same room other than the Jags actually improve their roster. But I think it's like the Bears, you want to see Fields take steps forward, and the the Jags, you want to see Lawrence take step forward. But I feel like – I don't know. Maybe I'm totally wrong on that. I say there's a good chance this year that Trevor Lawrence is he shows that he is the best quarterback in that draft class. Oh, I would not be shocked sure. at all. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I've always been Lawrence ahead of Fields, but I have also just been I think Fields and Lawrence were the two best. So like that's just where I'm at. But I think um that's where I'm at. Like I love so many of the things the Jags did, so I'm going six. And I will be this will one this is one that will bite – like, I'll be – I'll feel vindicated well, for picking the under. You'll be happy if you're wrong. Yeah, absolutely, because I love so many pieces, and I love Doug Peterson. Even though the shit he did, that his last game with the Eagles was, like, despicable and was vomit-worthy, like, how he – like, how they handled that game, uh, I, I really love what he does and I think him that hire was A plus 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 for the for the for the Jags. Uh last, Houston Texans. Nick, I'm gonna go to you first. Um Davis Mills, yay or nay? Well, first off, this is my worst team in football. Okay. I had a feeling you were gonna go there. So their over-under is four and a half, by the way. Four and a half, which is really low, but I'm going under. Why are we anointing Davis Mills as a guy? I know. Because last because year he was, he was the he best was actually, rookie quarterback. He was, actually, he was actually good last Be- year, though. Here's why. Because he, was he, though? Here's was why. He, though? His, 
His tape out of all the rookie quarterbacks last year was the best. Was the best. His Absolutely. tape. His tape was. But that. But I'm with you. No, tr- I'm with you. I'm super. Like, if he is, it'd be cool. But I feel like people are like more wanting it to happen. It matter. They have the worst roster in football. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. Like they're. Bad they had that last year, and he still put and up good. that. He still did what he did last year. What? Sixteen touchdowns to ten picks. Yeah, but you, you were, okay. I'm just saying. Look at Trevor Lawrence though. Last year had better weapons. He still was by far did better he? than what Trevor Lawrence was. Did he? Yeah, he did. Absolutely, like, absolutely. James Robinson, DJ Chark, Lavishus Canol is are better you, than just Rick, Are you watching the same games? Absolutely. <laughs> are you? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm with Nick on this. I don't. I I don't think Davis Mills is that guy. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know why anyone's anointing him. Ethan, I, break the I tie. I watch him and I just, I don't see it. Oh, he, he's definitely not that guy. Hey, we're back. So, Ethan, do you have the under? Yes. Under. Yes. They're, the worst, they're the worst team in football. They're, they, they are the worst team in football. On this rock, the Pearsons build it's their not church. <laughs> it's really not even close. They're so I just bad. don't see it. No, listen, here's the Their thing. The second best receiver is Nico Collins. <laughs> Nico Collins. Listen, if it wasn't for the Falcons and how bad I think they're going to be this year, I would definitely Hold I on, think wait, Houston's let me say this. in the running for worst team in the league. <laughs> Their best tight end is Brevin Jordan. Look. If you say who, you'd be correct to say who? <laughs> hey, <laughs> I could tell you where hey, he Nick, you're college. literally – hold on, hold on. Nick, you're literally validating what I just said. Davis Mills had a better season than Trevor Lawrence did last year, and Trevor Lawrence had better weapons. You just validated everything I just said. They suck, and they're going to suck. I'm not saying Houston's going to be good. I just think Davis Mills is better quarterback than you're giving him credit for. All right, man. Situation, the roster situation that he's on. Here we go. Here we go. Mac, put your money where your mouth is. Over, under, four and a half wins for the Texans. They're at four. No faith. Okay. No, no faith. Say that. No, it's not. It's not Davis Mills. It's not Davis Mills. Though. It's that roster around him. Oh. He's gonna have a similar season we did last year, where most of his games he's gonna be playing from behind. I knew Mac was gonna say that. It's perfect. It's so perfect. Oh, that was awesome. I'm. God damn. There's it. a reason that Davis Mills' average QBR is 15 points below league average. <clears throat> Just saying. Yikes. I'm going to say under two. I think they'll win four. So I think that Atlanta's going to be like three. So I think it's going to be a tight race. I mean, neck and neck. Speak, I mean, and hey, Davis Mills has, speaking of necks, he's got the best, apparently. Um, he's uh, got the longest. Blake, he's a long neck. Is Blake the zagger on the Texans? Are you buying real estate in Houston <laughs> Texans Overville? Or are you joining us in understation? Come on, Blake. Beat it. Life's too short to bet the under. Does that count for the win total? Fuck it. I will give them the over. Yeah! I th- they'll be at four or five. They won't be much better than that. I don't have them as my worst team in the league. We'll get to them. Being the very last team we announced, so oh, um, okay, no, it won't be. It'll be, it won't. That's not the it's last team we announced. 
Yeah, spoiler alert, Blake's last te- or worst team is Seattle. I thought <laughs> it's it was kind of obvious. We've already gone through all the other bad teams. So. I thought, it, yeah, because that's the thing. When I was looking at it, I was thinking, if he's if he says the Jets are going to be the worst team in the league, I'm punching him in the face. No, 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 no. Um, um, I, I, because I have Seattle being, the, in my opinion, the worst team in the league, I'm going to go with the over on that's what them. So you did pick the over for the Falcons. Yep. Me and Mac are living on Underville there. All right, so we're all – Blake's over, and the rest of us are under. All right. And I, I just, let me just say this: I don't think Davis Mills is a franchise quarterback. He is, but you don't me, think he's in. He is. He is a middle of the road quarterback. He reminds me, like he to me. I'm not saying obviously he's not on his level right now. He's like a Kirk Cousins to me. He's middle smack dab middle of the road. He will be middle of the road. He's not awful. He's not great. He can. If he has a competent roster around him, I think he can win you games. Um, I think I love Brandon Cooks. I think Brandon Cooks, if he was on a better team, has the potential to be a top fifteen receiver. He's just on a f- freaking terrible team. He's on the worst, one of the worst teams. Oh, in the league. One of the worst teams in the league. But worst team in the AFC. Just because for the memes of it, and because I'm a I'm a fan of Davis Mills, I will go the over. Would you? I think fan would be a stretch. I'm not. I'm. I am a believer that Davis Mills is not as bad as everybody thinks he is. That's fair, though. I feel like no, Nick is great. So. I think me, Nick, and Ethan are probably on the. We're but on the stuff. We're question. on the minority. All we said about this, Davis all Mills. we said was that Davis Mills was the second best last year. Here's the question: How much take? How much stock do we take in a Blake opinion about a quarterback when he thinks Jalen Hurts is a solid quarterback? Jalen Hurts is. Oh will, we God! Will get there. Don't worry. Don't worry. God, we're don't not worry. talking about this yet. Yeah, we're, don't, we're not talking. We're not. Really, we're not no, we get there. Oh we get my God. The yeah. Philadelphia. When we get to Philly, we're talking about that. Oh, I Davis Mills, in my opinion, in the next three four years, is a starting quarterback in the league. That's all. I'm not saying he's Look, a top fifteen he's a starting he quarterback a, right now, Blake. Exactly. Exactly. So he thinks he'll stay a starter. He'll stay a starter in the league. So he's, I think. I, <laughs> he's thinking so, he's one of the he thirty-two like a, best. He's like alive. a give him. Oh my! He is Ryan Tanhill. Literally, it won't be a starter team. as of next year. Hold on. Where we'll did see. I put? Where Let's did start. I put Davis Mills in the quarterback tiers? I put him in. Could be fun, but are you even good with Trey Lance? Second to last year. Ahead of gatekeepers, which was Mitch, Mariota, Locke, and Daniel Jones. So, very low on my list. That's fine. He, I, I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback. He reminds me of a guy like Ryan Tannehill who's on a shitty team. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, not on a shitty team. team. Okay, yeah. We've spent way too much time on Texas, yeah. but that's fine. Okay, this will be fun. I lo- we, we all love – well, I love this team. The Buffalo Bills, check mark, please. I think the Bills are going to be the best team in the AFC. I think thirteen and four, fourteen and I thought three. You said the Colts were no. That was Mac and, uh, and Nick. Mac okay, and Nick. well, let me go first then. On the Bills. Okay. I okay. think they're going to win fifteen games. Can we just rubber stamp eleven and a half? So we're both on the Bills. Absolutely. He's the best team in the AFC. No. Can we just rubber? Can we just rubber stamp the over on that? Yeah. Best, best team in the league. Best team in the league. That's yes. fair. Actually, no. My, I know my best team in the league. It's not them. I think I think the Bills are going to be the best team in the AFC record wise. So me and Lake both have the over. Listen, that's bold. <laughs> Blake just hit us with the undefeated talk, so they're de- they're going to go nine and eight now. Um, listen, I think the biggest thing is for them that they had those games last year where 
if they win games like against the fucking Jags and week one against Pittsburgh, they play the Chiefs at home, they beat the Chiefs, and they win the fucking Super Bowl. Where, where'd they get worse? They didn't. They improved, every, they, they improved, improved everywhere. everywhere or stayed the same. I think they're going to be great. If I had to go MVP, I would hate to bet him. I wouldn't bet him because if I was betting him, I'd try to bet someone with value. So I wouldn't bet Josh Allen. But I also think Josh Allen very well could win MVP this year. Um, so, yeah, over best team in the AFC for me and Blake. Mac. I feel like this one's a rubber stamp. No, no. Over. I think, they're the, I think they're the second best team in the AFC this year. Um, like you said, they haven't gotten any worse. Um, they were a coin flip away from, you know, making a deep run in the playoffs. You know, they could have been a Super Bowl team last year if a coin went their way. But yeah, even if they would have won that toss too, they probably won the Super Bowl. Yeah, so here we are. I think they're a 12-13-win team at best. Uh, they'll be competitive and be strong in the playoffs again. Uh, Ethan, over under eleven and a half for Buffalo. Like like Max said, it's a rubber stamp. They're they're easily they're easily hitting over. Nick, I'm so I'm assuming over. Anything to add on the Bills? Uh, love the addition of Roger Saffold. Had a little bit of toughness in that offensive line. A little bit better run blocking. Uh, James Cook. Should be really good as long as he's not higher than a fucking kite this is during a, games like he was at the draft. A sneaky signing Jameson Crowder. I love that addition. Uh, nah. Jameson Crowder I love, but breakout candidate of the year is Gabriel, Gabriel Davis. Davis. Absolutely. No, no, no. So... I just saying them actually having like a legit third option this year I think is. My, my only concern about Buffalo is they need to figure out their run game. They they yeah. were so inconsistent last year. James Cook is. I answer. think that's why they took a note from Tennessee and went out and got Tennessee's best run blocker in Roger Saffold, and then drafted a power runner in James Cook Absolutely. that can get downhill oh, quick. One hundred percent. I just think like they they need to emphasize this in the preseason so they don't yeah. look like they did last year. They need to be yeah, better at. It. They need to be better and more complete at. Look, when you have a game and you're leading with four minutes left. You need to shut the fucking door, basically. That's not why they, they also lost have the best safety year, combo in the game, and that's why I love them. Did they overpay for Von Miller? A little bit, but doesn't matter though. No, yeah, best safety. You're and going for it, edge rusher. Okay, you can pay overpay edge rushers any day. Nobody will complain. Any yeah. other position though, you can't overpay. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but and... that's why I'm over on them. I like what they did. They'll be good. Um, Even in the improved division. Hopefully they can tread water at corner until Trey White comes back. Even though without him it's not horrific. But Trey White... Uh, Their secondary is still strong, though. No, yeah, I know. But um, getting Trey White back obviously will just help. Next up, the Miami Dolphins. The over or under 8.5. Okay. This is the nut up or shut up here for Tua. I'm going to say over. And I don't think it's because I think Tua is necessarily great. Um, I just think when you have the dynamic players that they have, listen. I know we're not ta- we're going to talk about the Chiefs later, but like people are underselling the fact that the the Chiefs gave up Tyree Kill, and they want to just laugh because people love laughing at teams in the NFL like the Dolphins. The Dolphins overpaid draft pick wise, maybe a bit, and then they overpaid him. Tyree Kill is one of the best. Pure weapons in NFL fucking history, bro. Like, 
Throw a fucking 20-yard deep into him. Have, the, have him catch the ball in between eight defenders, and he'll fucking run past all of them. That's the type of dude he is, and the Dolphins got that. Are, are they going to struggle with being able to get Chiefs touchdowns? Yes. But I think McDaniel is going to be a breath of fresh air on the offensive staff, and they finally, it took them fucking ages. Granted, they didn't do a great job at it, but they did enough. What's the one thing that's been biting them in the ass for the last decade? Their offensive line has been one of the worst in the league, and they finally go out and actually get feasible upgrades. People want to rag on them because they're the Dolphins and think they overpaid for Tyree Kill. Bullshit. Tyree Kill, at worst, is like the third. He's, look... He's one of the five best receivers in the league. On any given Sunday, he's the best. When you're just talking about pure weapons in the sport, he's he's easily the best with what he does. There's stuff they're going to struggle with, when, it, like I said, coming to getting cheap scores. But I think over is the move here. I think they're a playoff team. And obviously, if this doesn't happen, then they're in the Lamar sweepstakes. They're in the whoever the fuck is available sweepstakes. Like, this is the make or break year for Tua. I don't think they're going to do this in, to benefit. Like, I don't think they're going to be a possible 10-7 and 7 team and a wild card team because Tua's really good. I just think Tua is good enough, and he's really accurate, and he's going to be able to hit deep shots enough. Like, their offense is so fucking good. They have so many good pieces. So, I like, that's where I'm at. I think 10 wins is where they're going to land. I think they're going to be, be good, and I think they're a playoff team. Uh... Nick, eight and a half for the over. Dolphins. This, over. This is the team that won nine games last year and has improved across the board. Am I right? Like, am I on to something? Like, you, I'm not you crazy, added right? On, you added Teron Armstead. You added Connor Williams. You're expecting Liam Eikenberg to be able to take a step forward. You expect Austin Jackson to take yeah. a step forward. Like Strong tight end play. Yeah, strong tight end play. You addressed running back. You now have God. They were so that, they were so fucking bad at running back too. You have four running backs there that could go. You have Gaskin, Sony Michelle, Raheem Mostert, and Chase Edmonds there now. So many like, good guys. You're gonna one of them's one of them's gonna go. And McDaniel is gonna find a way to get them all somehow involved in some way, shape, or form. Like he's gonna be yeah, able on defense. You still have Javon Holland. You still have Davian Howard. You still have Byron Jones. You still have Jalen Phillips. Like. You didn't lose anything. I, I don't see them being worse. After and all, possibly the sneakiest move they made was getting a backup quarterback. They got Teddy Bridgewater now. Yeah, to sit there behind two of that, like they're going to be good. Because the thing too, like good. the thing too, like even um, like the crazy thing, like after all the crazy shit that happened, they ended up keeping Xavier uh, Holland. Like uh, Holland, they ended up keeping or. Uh, Xavier Howard. They ended up keeping him. And I thought he was definitely getting moved. They ended up keeping him. Javon Holland last year was, I think, the best rookie safety in the league. He was amazing. Uh, former Oregon Duck. I loved that pick when it happened. He was awesome last season. What, Mac? I think you just heard yourself go. Oh, my bad. I thought Mac said something. But, yeah, like, there's so many things. Jalen Phillips is great. Yeah, like, I, I love what they've done. And there's so many stuff. Ethan, uh, eight and a half for the Dolphins. Over. Okay. I think this is a prove it year for Tua, and if they don't hit that over, then it's a disappointment. Agreed. Agreed. 
Uh, Mac. That's over. I agree with you. That it's definitely a prove-it year for Pua, and I think he's going to. Bringing in Mike uh, McDaniel was probably the best thing Miami could have done. I'm a huge fan of that guy. I think he brought – he's bringing in energy. That, the very low-energy coach, he's bringing a lot of energy to this game. <laughs> um, and they're going to be hovering around 9-10. Like 10 months, probably. Yeah, I think they're in a position where they're trying to do a lot of stuff to get rid of the Brian Flores stench. If they somehow suck this year, you bet your ass they're going to try to find – if Lamar is on the market, they're going to try to find a way to overpay him. They're going to do everything in their power to try to get Brady to the Dolphins next year. Um, those are, like, two options for them if they somehow aren't good or if they, like, even still could be good. Like, I could see them doing something like that even if they win nine or ten games and they lose in the playoffs because two is just horrific. Um, Blake, over under eight and a half. Uh, I think this is the easiest over. Um, okay. Even even with Tua, even if Tua is bad, they'll still win nine games, I think, because I don't – I mean – Tyreek Hill, like you said, is the best playmaker. Literally, all Tua has to do is just throw him the ball. <laughs> Literally, just throw him the ball. Even with Jalen Waddle, all you have to do is throw him the ball. They're the two fastest, arguably the two fastest receivers <clears throat> in the league. Mike Jaseski's really good. One of the four running backs is bound to be good. They got Taren options. Armstead is good. They have options everywhere. I think it's an easy over. Um, if okay, if they happen to not hit the under, they have some serious. Uh, if they don't hit the over, they have some serious things they need to go into the offseason to fix. Nick, how how much, how happy is Tyree Kill going to be on a weekly basis to actually see man coverage more than like two snaps a game? Oh, it'll be nice. He'll be okay. <laughs> also, with a guy that's able to get him the ball in fun ways, just like Andy Reid was, he'll be good. I know. I. People just want to shit on Tua and the Dolphins. And I don't think Tua's great, but, like, I think that's pretty weird, But he, he doesn't need to be great. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't need to be Patrick Mahomes. He just needs to be able to tread water and be good enough. He needs to be – he needs to not be a reason they lose games. Pretty much. All right, New England Patriots. Ethan, we'll start with you. Eight and a half. Over, under, playoffs or not, Mac Jones. Your thoughts, all of it. Go ahead. Floor is yours, bucko. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna, as a, as a fan, I gotta hope that the Preston playoffs, I, 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 I would take a wild card team. I don't think improve. like, our first round draft pick was the unheard of, like, lineman that Literally does nothing. Like, <laughs> I think Belichick's going a little senile at this point, but who am I to question him? Uh, I just, I think it could be. I think I think nine wins is probably where we're about where we're gonna be because we're the Patriots. That's kind of what we do. But uh, I think it's gonna be very close, and I think we have a chance at being a wild card team. But we definitely will not win the division. Man, picking the under here is saying, is be, making you be ballsy enough to say the Patriots are going to be under 500. Mac, are you ballsy enough to say the Patriots are going to be under 500? Yes. God damn it, I, I love you. Gonna, oh, yeah. I think they're going to be at best. Um, I, I don't, Mac, I don't 
Mac Jones looked okay last year. He didn't look great. Uh, he had some really good games, but overall, it wasn't like an overwhelming like he did well, like great. Uh, I think he's gonna take a step back from what it was last year. Uh, the offense doesn't really cater to him anymore. They, like you lose your offensive coordinator, everything. I just I think there's a lot of moving pieces here that it's gonna hurt him in his progression. No, I'm I'm with you. I'm going under as well. Um, I think eight and nine, seven and ten's on the table. I'm just hyped because Mac and I have uh, we have Mac and I have been on the same side of the ledger on some tough decisions tonight. So riding with the UDG right now makes me happy. Uh, Blake over under eight and a half for New England. Uh, under okay. Um, I I do like the addition of Devontae Parker, but I just I don't think it's going to be much of a dif- I don't think it's going to be a difference at all. I have a fucking stat. Now, it has nothing to do with Devontae Parker um, to an extent, but like I'm I'm a Joe Kobe Myers fans, but they they don't. I think losing Josh McDaniels was a big loss for them. Seven wins, maybe. Um, I don't. Their offensive line is always good, but outside of that, I mean, they're just an average team. Yeah, they're average. Ethan, this is going to make you puke. They, by like thirty million dollars, have the highest paid res- group of receivers in the NFL, and they don't have like re- receivers and tight ends, and no, they, don't, they don't have any. And they don't have like a top ten tight end or like a top thirty receiver, at best. Nope. No, they don't. I mean, it's not even close, really. I mean, we, we don't have the weapons, and it's like they're running the team like they have Tom Brady still, and they don't. Now, if you said Hunter Henry was a top ten tight end, I would be okay with you saying that. But uh, Nick, I think I think Hint, sorry, I think Smith and Henry Henry are both good. I just yeah. Oh, they're so good. Can go not for top me. 10. I, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're. T- I'm just saying I think they're both good and in the right system. I think they could be top ten. I I, I like them both, but I just I, again, it's like the but fact that, that they're overpaid so much for that position. Saying that the Patriots don't te- like cater to tight end play, like that's that Bill Belichick's system is perfect for tight ends. I mean, look at the tight ends. That I just think, I, they, I think they're a run heavy team, and I don't think they're going to be throwing. I like I like that we they are have a run heavy. We are a run-heavy team last year because Belichick didn't trust Mac Jones to throw the ball. He did not. Uh, Nick, over under eight and a half. Under. Okay. Wow, I didn't think Ethan would be on the uh, would be on an island on this. I'm fine with it. I literally knew that was coming, and I was struggling to take the over, but I had to. Okay. He had to take over. I don't know if we're all going to be on one side of this. We're either going to be all on one side here or we're going to be all over the place, but it's the New York Jets. Uh, who hasn't gone first in a bit? Uh, Blake, you can go first here. Jets? The Jets. Over under five and a half wins for the Jets. I don't have much to say. Over. Okay. They improved. I love their weapons. I think Garrett Wilson's really good. I think Elijah yes. Moore's Okay, I think he can be good. I think Brees Hall is better than my. I, I, I'm a big Michael Carter fan. I think Brees Hall is better, but I like both of them. Their defense, I think, got a little bit better. I think they had the best draft out of every team. I love the fact that they got Jermaine Johnson so late. Yeah. Um, they're better. I have them winning over five, five and a half. Uh, Mac, the Zach Wilson aficionado on the pod. Five and a half wins over under for your beloved. Uh, Cougar lover Zach Wilson. Is that, they're going to be over five and a half. 
I think Zach Wilson's going to make the biggest jump of any of the second-year quarterbacks in the league. Um, I think they, they surrounded him with the right people and the right talent, the edges, and at running back. That if he does doesn't take that step, then they they have their answer essentially. I believe the same. I don't think well he's going to take the biggest jump, but I think he's going to take a jump. I'm going to say over. I think seven and ten is definitely close to the table. I think that's maybe their ceiling. Probably six wins definitely there. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it because I think even six, like that's definitely there. But uh, uh, I love what they did in the draft. This is I don't, uh, Nick. I'm gonna ask you: Is this a is this like a boomer bust year for for uh, Robert Sala? With, yeah, with I mean, the improvements the they made coming yeah. in. Yeah, with the improvements yeah. that they made, like you have to show, like that you're getting better. But with that, I think that this is, in my mind, the easiest hammer the over. At four and a half, I mean... Five and a half. This is five... Either way. They won four games last year, and they got Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall, and Jermaine Johnson. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And George Fant. Yeah, no, I agree. That's why I would say we're all going to be on one side here, which was over, or we're going to all be, like, have conflicting ideas on what we think they can be. Uh, Ethan, I'm assuming... And you went out and got C.J. Uzoma, who is a quarterback's best friend, is a good tight end that can catch every ball thrown to him. No, I'm excited for what the offense could do. And they'll be be good. Not good, but better. The look on Ethan's face, if it means anything, Ethan has taken the over for every team in this division... Ethan's about to zag like a motherfucker hey, here, and I'm for it. I was, I was about to say, yeah, no, you guys are crazy. They're, I'm taking the under, but no, I'm taking the over. They're, it's, it's an easy over. Say, the Jets. There's I, a they made so much improvement, and I'm, a, I'm a Zach Wilson guy. I like Zach Wilson. I think he's, I think he's gonna be good. And I, I, it's hard not to take the over with the improvements that the Jets have made. Okay. I was just going to say, there's a reason that Jets over is the second worst paying odds out of every over-under for every team. <laughs> I just realized something. No, Everybody I... <laughs> is with this, and everybody's on it. They're the second. That's the second worst paying odds. For over, yeah, no, so, everyone is. I'm not reason. shocked. I'm not shocked that everyone's on it. Out of all this, I'm just glad Joe remembers that I'm like the biggest Zach Wilson stand of the group. So oh, you are. I that's know. Good. I cannot forget that. All right. Moving on to the Dallas Cowboys, NFC East. Ten and a half for Dallas. I'm really – these next two teams, I'm really in a weird spot on. And I'm going to – when we get to the Eagles next, I'm going to contradict the shit out of myself with what I think they can do and what I expect them to do. It's just so many – my mind is doing fuck. I'm about. I'm getting a headache just thinking about the Eagles coming up. Uh, Mac, ten and a half for the Dallas Cowboys over under. I think it's going to be under. I don't. This team did not get better. They they lost some key pieces on the outside. They haven't really done anything to address like their decline on the offensive line or anything like that. Yes, they had a very opportunistic defense last year, and they're not going to be able to replicate what they did. Uh, I think they'll hover around eight, nine wins. No, that's fair. Throw up the X and go nine and eight, or eight and nine, as they would say. Um, Ethan Pearson, ten and a half over under for Dallas. Under. 
Uh, I don't think they've done anything to improve, and I think that they're just not – I mean, Mike McCarthy's a terrible coach. Um, I'm going to be straight up about it. Mike McCarthy should have been fired probably last year. Yep. I mean, Jerry Jones does not have – Jerry Jones is basically the head coach of that team, and everyone knows it. He only hires guys that will be his little bitch, and McCarthy fit that role perfectly, and that is why the Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since before I was born. Shit, before any of us were born. Yeah. Can't forget, though, Michael Gallup out for at least the first eight weeks with his injury. Yeah, they drafted Jalen Tolbert to help with that, though. Um... I'm going to go under just because I can hit it with 10, and I feel like that's where I'm going to have to live. I just can't see this team winning 11 games. I was I was really high on them last year, and they fucking kicked me in the nuts. Um, so I just can't have – I just can't have faith in what they can be, man. Like, I think Dak, there's stuff that he does that's good, and I'm – like, I – listen, ab. 100 times out of 100, if I was running the Dallas Cowboys, I was paying Dak Prescott that contract. The fact that they hesitated is bullshit. Dakota Rain Prescott is the reason the Cowboys are fucking relevant. The Dallas Cowboys, who are the biggest sports franchise in fucking America, one of the biggest in the world, was almost pretty... Well, they were the year before they got Dak when Tony Romo got hurt. They were taken off of national TV on a weekly basis. They were relegated mm-hmm. to being on being a red zone team. That's how bad and unwatchable and laughable they were. Them drafting Dak Prescott made them relevant again. Um, and it could have been a dark, dark year if they would have kept Romo and it just would have been average. Or even if he was like good as last year, but then he retires. Like It could have been dark, dark stuff for them. But yeah, I'm going under. So that those are the reasons I like defend Dak. But I also think that a lot of people think he's way better than he is. Um, look, he's Kirk Cousins with good PR. <laughs> That's the joke we all have. Uh, Blake, Dallas Cowboys over under ten and a half. Under the island we live on. Nick Pearson. The zag. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys zag. Yeah or nay? Under. On this rock, we build our church. Underville for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I mean, you're paying a lot of money for a lot of old guys that have been consistently deteriorating. Like, I like the Jalen Tolbert pick. I like James Washington. He just got hurt. But, I don't, he's not going to. Yeah, he did just get hurt today. I mean, yeah, uh, he, I didn't got see carted, that. he got carted off. Yeah, yep, he's, he probably, got he's probably out for the year. He got hurt today. I don't well, know. That how... was that was a good pickup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how long. So, I like the Tyler Smith pick in the first round this year, but I mean, yeah, me we too. Really expect Trayvon Diggs to be as good no, as it he was. was last Trayvon year. Diggs is worst corner in the league. That's not true. It was. It was very, like I said, they were very optimistic last year. Jay, he is the worst corner in the league. Yes, he had the most interceptions, but he also gave up the most yards, and it wasn't even close. Go. I would prefer he's if he not taking it. He was a pretzel for people. He was a not, mental pretzel. He's not the worst corner in the league. He has very he's good ball skills. He is, but they do have Micah Parsons. So Micah Parsons alone will, will win them a few games. <laughs> That's my DPOY. Yeah, Micah Parsons. They're in second in the division, but yeah. Is Micah Parsons one of the twenty best players in the league? 
right now? Yes. No, but he has. Yeah. He, he's he's yes. almost. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Yes, yes, he okay. is. Okay. Well, he's my pick for DPOY next year, so shut up. <laughs> he's so good. He's borderline top 10. He's so then so how are you going to say he's not top 10 if he's your DPOY candidate? Hey, like, I said top 20. You should have said yes. He's top 20. Yes. Yes. He's, he's on that edge of top 10 for players. <laughs> um. All right. I, I'm going to put a check mark here. Yeah, you might as well, brother. <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles, nine and a half. Blake, <clears throat> here's your moment. Definitely over. Uh, Jalen Hurts is my pick for MVP next year. MVP? Um, <laughs> what? No, oh, no, 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 guys. Hear, guys no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Listen. This, no, no. This reminds me a lot of the whole Lamar Jackson talk. Oh, he can't throw. He can't do this. Stop. Shut up. He can't throw. Blah, blah, blah. He's going to have a legit, you know, one, two, three weapon. He's going to be in a run-heavy offense that's going to fit him well. He's going to have A.J. Brown, who he's just going to be throwing balls to. I think this year is going to have like 3,800 passing yards, almost 1,000 rushing yards. He's going to have 40 touchdowns combined. I got them at Whoa. like 11 wins. If you think they're going to win, you, you you have them being the best team in the NFC, right? Yeah. No, NFC, yeah. no, the, NFC, no. Oh, oh, so no, no I have them being – I have them winning the division. Okay. I don't have them in the best team in the NFC, no. no. Okay, my bad. I, I thought the okay, I'll have them. Okay. No, 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 no. I think, I think they're the third best team in the NFC, but – I can't stand you. And you're really making me want to change my call on this one. MVP is bull. That he's like Lamar Jackson. I told you. I told you guys to have a hot take. I told you. No, that's fair. Right. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, listen. I guess just what? I just guess what? Lamar Jackson showed improvement throwing the ball his first two seasons and, uh, and is and now and really Hurts good at throwing. Watch tape. Look, no, no, he really did he not. Did. Watch tape. Look, he. he I, I have. I give. I you, have. You have not. I give you props, Blake, that you put that take into the universe. Hey, who do you think he was guns, man? Huh? So at least he sticks to his guns. No shit. No yeah, shit. No, bro. I'm, what? You're not wrong. But <laughs> he said at least he sticks to guns. Absolutely. This is his. This is his two. This is his two year, and I think he's gonna do it. And I think he's gonna That's prove fair. everybody wrong. Now, if they suck and he's bad, you will live it. You will absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But I. They're not gonna. I don't think because gonna be you bad, know we'll drag you. Really, <laughs> I which I will. I picked him for MVP. <laughs> absolutely, I deserve it if he's that bad. But I just don't see a world where he's that. Last year, I thought he was. I thought he was good. I thought he. I not thought. I. I mean, watching the football games, he improved every game. Whether it was. Uh, his presence in the pocket, his footwork, it, it, every game. I think he has that playoff game. That playoff game was really bad. That was absolute. That was bad. I, I, hey, fucking Aaron Rodgers sucks in the playoffs. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers was also hurt yeah. against the Niners. Well, okay, no, I, I'm not. Oh, Aaron God, Rodgers. Baby. I okay, Ethan. I'm going to give you the floor in a minute. Oh, it's an under. It's so, an under. Okay. Uh, so that's you, that's all I have left to say. It's it's an under. Really? Okay. So all you right. think under? So you think the NFC East is going to be bad? Bad? Okay. Yeah. No, they're going to be terrible. Unless you they're zag. Going to. Unless you zag like a motherfucker on Washington, which is possible. But um, uh, I'm gonna say okay. I think no. Don't get me wrong. I think the Eagles win like seven or eight games. I don't think they're going to win over over ten games. Or at ten games, I don't think they're going to hit ten wins. What they go last year? They go nine and eight or ten and seven. 
They go nine and eight. It was nine and eight. Last year they went nine and eight. Damn. Fuck. I'm gonna say fucking over, and I hate it, but I'm going over. I think it's gonna be over. This is the th- this is what's gonna happen. It's gonna be over. I think they'll win like eleven games, and they're gonna win the NFC East. But they're gonna win in sp- even in spite of Jalen being extremely average. And Blake will be boosting his tires. And I will have to be like, look, they're good, but it's not because of him. They did a lot of stuff to improve the areas that needed to be. Um, look, that's just my prediction. That's fine. That's fine. 100%. I don't know. I, part of me wants you to be right on this so you can rub it in everyone's face. But I just don't like Jalen Hurts as a pro. So that's why I think uh, – that's why I uh, – that's why I hope you're massively wrong on this. Um, but I'm going to go over. I think they're going to win the division. Uh, I love the A.J. Brown move. Shout out to them for having the balls to do something like that. Devontae Smith is really good. There's pieces around them that I like. Obviously not like Blake, but yeah, over. Um, Nick, the Eagles, nine and a half, over, under. Oh, hearing Blake talk about this team makes me want to change my mind. What? What? Oh, uh, do you want to refute Blake's MVP Jalen Hurts take? I should have went last. <laughs> no, you had to go first. Give this is your team. Oh, Blake's gonna do fucking backflips. You have to. He's one- gonna be running around <laughs> your room. Give the give me the over and give me the check mark. Best team in the <laughs> NFC. Wow! Best record. Record. Best record in the NFC. Oh, yeah. Yes, Nick. Feed it, baby. Bro, they they wow. improved? No, if it I mean- think that I think that Jordan Davis was the best pick in the entire draft. Even better than them getting the Kobe that, Dean? Well, I was going to say that's my second favorite pick. I was going to say, they did a lot of stuff I also, like. Also, you take... And you draft your Jason Kelsey replacement that could slide in to play either guard position immediately. You don't need Jalen Hurts to be that good. No, they don't. Because I also, they have my favorite offseason signing out of everything in James Bradbury. Yeah, that was a good one because they were really, their DBs James Bradbury are extremely has dog water. incredible for the last few years. And they had the foresight to move off of Jalen Mills and move on to James Bradbury. I think that they play in the weakest division in football with two of the other worst teams in football. And I like them a lot. I I hate that I like them a lot as a team because I don't like Jalen Hurts as an NFL quarterback. But I love the rest of their team so much, and I love their division so much as the best team in that division. Those five and one. I think that they coast to 12, 13 wins, and the West cannibalizes itself enough to not let the number one seed come out of there. I'm get they play the AFC South this year, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's layup lines potentially for them. They, that's, it could be layup lines for Dallas too. That's my whole reasoning yeah. why. No, Nick is on something. Blake, 
will you be willing enough to be honest where even if they're good and Jalen is average to admit that Jalen is average? Yeah, yeah. No, Because that is what Nick just laid out is extreme. That honestly is probably way more likely than my 13 and 4 Vikings. No, 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 no. Absolutely. No. They, they literally gave Jalen Hurts is two feet in front of the basket in the layup line. And literally, he just has to lay it in. Literally, he doesn't have to be what he doesn't have to be the MVP like I predicted. But hey, it's a bull. Hey, if you got if you bet Jalen Hurts MVP listen, odds, that's a good ass there, fucking value. Is there, listen, Jalen Hurts, I thought improved every game. Whether it was his po- presence in the pocket, whether it was his footwork, is there his accuracy? He absolutely needs to work on. There were so many passes last year that he should have hit that he missed, and there is no excuses for that. Absolutely not. But that's why you go out and get a guy like AJ Brown who can make those catches that other people last year couldn't make. Uh, Mac over under nine and a half for the Eagles. Um, man, uh, I think they're going to be over barely. I think they're going to win the division sadly. Um, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be in a, they finally put him in a position. Actually, it's a, it, it is similar to what Tua is going to have to deal with this year. It's the prove it to us now, or we're going to have to move on. Mm-hmm. And I think they built a team enough, well enough around him that they played to Tua uh, to us. They play at Jalen's strengths, where he doesn't have to throw the ball downfield because he's not super accurate when he gets over 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, I still, I mean, I will always go back to what we say to Blake about Jalen being a good quarterback. It's one thing to be an okay quarterback. It's another thing to be a good at fantasy quarterback. That is a thing, too. Jalen does put up ridiculous fantasy football numbers. Um, though, here's the thing, like, in the same for Tua. Jalen doesn't have to be really good for them to be 10 wins, 11 wins. Jaylen, I think he's going to be above average. If Jalen can be Ryan Tannehill, if Jalen and Tua Tungabaloa this year can be freaking Ryan Tannehill average, the Dolphins and the Eagles could potentially each win 11 games this year. That's – am I wrong there? No. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Because I feel like that's exactly what Nick is thinking in his prediction to have the Eagles' best team in the NFC. All right, next, Washington Commanders. Doesn't actually feel weird to say that. Uh, Mac, eight and a half over under. I feel like this is a, a layup for all of us. Even though with the Carson Wentz move, it's a uh, – I, I don't know. Uh, this one's tough for me. I, I do want to – I I wish I could say it over for Washington. But realistically, I think they're going to hover around five or six wins this year. It's such they're a not – it is a really high number for them this year, and I don't think they've done it really that, that well to address anything on their team. Nick, um, so I, I know Nick is looking at – he's been doing some stuff where he's been pointing out, like, I, best odds of certain things. Their under has to be one of the highest values. I want to say over, but I can't. No, their under is one of the worst values. You have to pay 170 to win – or yeah, that's what I meant. Well, th- yeah, that's what I meant. Like they, their under has to be like shitty oh, value. It's, it's the worst value. No, it's the worst value. Okay, then yeah, that means people. Ex- that's one. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's exactly what I meant. That people are hammering. Hammering that their their under is like I just eight and a half is just such a high number. Though I think definitely under. Like if they get to nine and eight, Blake, would you, wouldn't you be fucking shocked? Because I would be. Yeah, I'd be shocked. I also now granted. They could definitely get 
two wins against the Giants, a win against the Eagles, which they usually all they play the Eagles always tough. Maybe you fuck around and split with Dallas. Let's just even say you get swept by Dallas, and then you get two wins against. Um, they play Chicago. Uh, they play they the get, Giants. They get two wins against the Texans, or you get and the Jags. That's like five wins itself. So like, there's wins there, but still, man, eight and a half is a big ass number for them. Yeah, I have them under. I think they're going to be around the seven eight range. Um, they don't really. They didn't really make improvements anywhere. I don't think. I'm a big Terry McLaurin fan. Uh, Carson Wentz is okay. Um, <clears throat> I think Chase Young is going to be really good. It's going to be good to have him back. Yes. But outside of that, I mean, Kendall Fuller's really good. No, they have I, but pieces. But they just have pieces, but there's just so many big holes to win eight games, nine games. I just, I just don't see it. Outside of Nick, outside of Kendall Fuller, their back seven is still horrific in my mind. Um, I. I like Jahan Dotson, but they could have just stayed at 11 and drafted Jama Williams or or, or uh, Chris Olave. Or I think they're – yeah, I think yep. they're – like, why did they move down? Um, I don't know, man. Some of their decisions have been really – like, if they were going to take hot Dotson, why the fuck didn't they just stay at 11 and take Jamo or Garrett Wilson or, uh, or uh, Chris Olave? I don't understand their reasoning. Um, so, yeah. What do you think? I'm, I think you're on the same trade, right? Eight and a half is just way too big of a number. Yeah, I, I would take the under. I don't think they're the worst team in this division, but they're pretty bad. <laughs> no. I also, going back to the secondary, I also like Cameron Curl, but. Yeah, that's her. Cameron Curl's got some good upside. Like, the D-line's great, but the D-line has been great and hasn't really meant a whole lot. So, yeah, their starting left tackle is Charles Leno Jr. We've seen how that works. I like Charles Leno, <laughs> but he's an average starting left tackle. So, no, I'm I'm taking the under. I don't see much there. Other Pearson brother. <laughs> Zag? Wait, time out. This would be the second Ethan Zag, I think, in like... Oh, I'm taking the over. Hey! Ethan Zags! He has to. He has to let it even out somewhere. Hey, he... <laughs> I don't know. This is this. Yeah, yeah. I say he he zagged with the Eagles. He is now zagging I, with the Commanders. I'm, I'm taking it over. I think they're. I. What are the odds that their defense keeps playing as bad as they have? Because Pretty high. They just don't. The, the problem is. The problem is. Because their defense got them to the playoffs. Yeah, but like, they still. It was their defense. Like, they had some game variants, and Mac, if you could just turn your volume down a little bit, I think that would help. Okay, because I, I don't know if the echo's coming from you or Nick or Ethan, but I, that's why I was thinking it was you. Um, uh, But, like, they had some late game variant stuff. They had the their D-line a couple years ago when they went to the playoffs was ridiculously fucking amazing. But... Their back seven is just bad. But I get what you're saying. I mean, obviously you had to pick them. I like the Zag. Um, someone's got to win games I think in this they division. Can win nine games. I mean, I think they can win nine games. Yeah. It, I, it may sound crazy, but I like the Commanders. I think Ron Rivera is a really good coach. I think I think that they're bringing in some decent pieces. Like, like you said, Jahan Dotson I really like. I think as long as Carson Wentz doesn't suck, which, I mean, that's pretty high likelihood, but 
No, you're. I, I just. My, I think they have a. My job. only thing to add here is, can like, is Carson Wentz really an upgrade at quarterback? I mean, if not, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is over Heineke. I mean, if you if he's not, you still have Heineke. If it was two years ago, I would say absolutely. But man, he he really ruined as much. He ruined the ability to have faith in him with some of the shit that happened last year. Uh, so next up is the Giants. Another high number, Nick. Their their value here has to be the second lowest, right? It is. Like it is. <laughs> seven and a half is dumb. I think they're going to be the. They're going to have a top five pick. I don't love anything about this team, mainly because I think they they uh, employ the worst quarterback in the NFL and Daniel Jones. Look. Here's the thing. I like their offensive line. People are going to think that because uh, Daniel Jones is a big, burly, white quarterback, that Brian Dayball is going to be uh, to him what he was to Josh Allen or whatever, and not just realize Josh Allen is a fucking alien and a mutant combined and one of the most ridiculous things we've ever seen in the history of life. Daniel Jones sucks. Let's just be honest. He's yeah, bad. Nice. He's very bad at the football position of quarterback. You know? Tyrod Taylor will be starting there by the end of the year. Very <laughs> likely. DJ's bad. The Giants are bad. Seven and a half is baffling. Under, 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 under. Um, hey, they have a good offensive line, though. Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal are good bookend tackles for either C.J. Stroud. Or Bryce Young. <laughs> or or Bryce knowing, Young or knowing them, probably like freaking Nick O'Leary or whatever the hell his name is. The, Devin like Leary, that. the dude from NC State. Whoever people deem better than... some, We all know somebody is going to think some random dude is better than Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, even though the tape is going to lie on that case like a motherfucker because Young and Stroud are amazing. But what do I we... just can't wait for them to be bad again and Kadarius Tony to not look good that all of a sudden get traded to, like, Kansas City or something for a fourth-round pick and that would be, then be something. go off. <laughs> yeah, Tony, as much as that we... that special? No, but... the thing is, as much as we be- gave them shit for that pick, when he's not being a knob, he's fucking good, bro. He is electric. Yeah. And so Dayball will have fun with him. I think he'll be – he could be really good, but I don't think this team is very good at all. Uh, So, Nick, uh, you joining me in Underville here? Yeah. Uh, I think we could I, all probably uh, fast forward through this. Yeah, we, we can all know what's coming. Fast forward. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead Nobody. and take over. Um, I like what they did. <laughs> Shut the, up, dude. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> I think Saquon will be the second leading rusher in the NFL. Are you like thinks that like like think, thinks that the uh, Giants are going to be the second in the division. I think uh, Kenny Galladay is going to be the second leading receiver in the NFL. Daniel. All right, Jones, now you're talking like Mac. <laughs> Daniel Jones will have like 4,800 passing yards and 29 touchdowns. All right, take Blake's mic away. All He's right. done. Yeah, can you shut him up? Under Blake is punch drunk. All right, uh, AFC West, defending Super Bowl champions. Okay. Okay. Wait. I guess oh. I don't get to say. My bad, Mac. <laughs> Mac, under. Mac, are you zagging? No, I'm not zagging. I was just going to say I agree with you. I like two people on that team, and that's it. I like Saquon Barkley, and I like Tony, and that is it. 
Hey, I like Evan Neal and Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas went for... Hey, I like Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, they got Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon. We can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some pieces that for the future for Bryce Young hopefully to be a part of. Bryce Young in New York will be great. I'm a big Bryce Young guy. Uh, compared to the rest of the world, I guess. Uh, da, 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 da. You are. You're, you're, you're going under, right, Blake? You were bullshitting. No, I'm going under. Okay. L.A. Rams. I'll let you start here. You know what? Ten and a half. The more I think about it, my bad. My B. Put me down for I'm with Nick on the Eagles being the best team in the NFC. I'm looking at the Rams. No, you cannot look, walk look, it back no. that far. Okay, fine. We already moved fine. on from that team. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, the Rams, I, I'll i take the, the over, but I only think they're going to win 11 games. Do you want me to put the mark by – you have to have it's somebody. Fine. That's fine. The Rams. That's okay. I'll you, take it. Do you want the Rams yeah, as your best team in the NFC? Yeah. Okay. So I'll do the Rams. I, I'm taking the over. Super Bowl defending champs. Uh, I like the addition of Allen Robinson. I think that was <laughs> make or break year for e- – well, I guess not. He got the multi-year deal, which yeah. is shocking. But, um, I mean, the Rams I, fix all wounds. I like Cam Akers. I think he'll actually be pretty decent. Um, if not, Daryl Henderson, I think he's good. They're both great. Um, and, obviously, A-Rob, Cooper Cub. Matthew Stafford will be fine. Aaron Donald, the best defensive player alive, maybe or maybe ever. They'll be good. <laughs> yeah, P- defensive goat is definitely on the table for AD. Um, I'm gonna go over as well. It's probably gonna be like 11 wins for them. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go over. They absolutely are my NFC favorites. Uh, there's just not much that I don't like about them. Uh, Nicholas, ten and a half. LA Rams over. I mean, they, they were—they're my favorites to win the title. I don't think they will have the best records. So I don't think they'll get the one seat, but they're—they're uh, they're my favorite to win it all necessarily. I like them a lot. They added in also Bobby Wagner, so yeah, they could. Yeah. Um. So, yep. That's Ma- all. Mac Fulton. Ten and a half. For the I think out of all, the, I think out of all the double digit predictions, like over under wise, these are the easiest one to go over. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them being the number one seed in the NFC this year. Okay. Uh, I think they're going to be hovering around 13, 14 wins. The only person we're missing for NFC is Ethan. So Ethan. Well, I say whether you want to walk someone back or you think it's going to be the Rams. Oh, you can't, no, it, it's, it's the Rams. You can't walk back. It's, it's. Well, in in defense, I didn't bring the check mark thing up until we started, like, until Mac gave, like, the Colts one. So if there were ones before that that we did, like, if someone thought the Ravens were the best team in the AFC, then I would have allowed that because like, that was an earlier one. Like, if he thought or if Ethan thought that or something. Um so, uh, no, it's, it's, I got them winning like 13 and 14, like Max said. San Francisco 49ers, nine and a half. Nick Pearson, this is, I think, the weirdest one in the league because I don't know if it's all or nothing on Trey Lance, but like, let me ask this is it all or nothing on Trey Lance where if he is really, really good, this team could be the best team in the league? I think that's I think that's the right way to look at it because they could be, but they're, they're weird, man. 
I am probably going to lean towards the over, barely, at 10 to come in second. Uh, like Elijah Mitchell a lot, their offensive line is still really good. Trent, Trent Williams is still probably the best left tackle in football. Uh, Debo, they got paid, so he's coming in. Nick Bosa is really good. Drake Jackson was a good depth pick this year in the second round. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well, and I think slightly. Uh, but if somehow Trey Lance is a mess and they don't get there, I won't be shocked. Jimmy is still there. For now, I think he gets uh, – I won't be shocked if Jimmy gets cut. Because if no one's going to trade for him, they're going to have to pay him anyway, and I think they would just rather not have him in the building. I think. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Mac, over under nine and a half for the Niners. This one is the, I think it's one of the tougher ones this year. Um, I think they get to 10, so over. Um, it's going to be mostly that they're essentially, that Shanahan is essentially giving Trey Lance the keys to the new Cadillac. Just don't crash it. Just <laughs> don't crash. That is very true. Uh, Which I don't think he. I think he, I think I think he'll make big strides. But yeah, I think I think there's there's going to be a lot of growing pains just because he hasn't had the, the week to week deal with it. He's not. He's going to have the growing pains that Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson aren't going to have this year because they have already been through the week to week ringer, unlike him. So that's where I'm worried about this team is you're basically trying to win a title with a rookie quarterback. Um, that's that's where I'm like, okay, man. Like, I know Shanahan's a wizard, but it's a bit reckless. Uh, Ethan, over nine and a half, under nine and a half. Uh, I'm gonna say over nine and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him at like ten or eleven wins. I I really like the defense, and they have one of the most electric players on the offensive side of the ball that can literally play like any position on that side of the ball. And, and Debo getting him paid was massive. They actually put in running incentives into his contract. So, you know, he's going to be lining up at running back every once in a while for him. I just, as long as Trey Lance can manage, I think they will be all right and easily get, easily get 10 wins. Yeah. Again, Trey Lance just has to not lose them games. But the problem is, when you're a rookie, you're going to have those moments. And where they're going to need to be extremely efficient is short yardage, late game, and red zone. And that's where, like, a first-year full-time quarterback struggles, you know, like those situations. So that's where I'm worried about them. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if they had moments where it just doesn't work, but we'll see. Uh, Do-do-do-do-do. Blake, over, under, done, and a half. Uh, over. I'm not going to take the over on that again. Uh, they have really nice pieces everywhere. Brandon A.U., George Kittle. Uh, I'm a big fan of Elijah Mitchell. Uh, obviously, Debo. Yeah, they got Trey Lance, but, I mean, their offensive line, it's not like it's terrible. Their defense is good. Um, they have a bunch of pieces for Trey Lance to succeed. So, it should be over 10. Arizona Cardinals, 8.5. Oh, boy. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, shit. Over. But just barely. I don't like it, but I'm going over. Um. Yeah. Over. Uh. The Kyler Murray stuff, Nick, it's so weird, isn't it? The incentives. Yeah, I think the. I think the weirder part of it is Kingsbury saying that he had no idea about it. <laughs> like, hey, the GM had to hear that he wasn't watching enough tape from somewhere. It literally got removed. It got removed from the contract. Yeah, they took it out. Okay. Yeah, it's. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, like, him coming out saying that he had no idea it was in there. Well, then, where did they hear it from? Where did they hear that he needed to watch more from? Like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Like. Everybody knows inside that place that came from somewhere. Look, and if and you're the head guy, Murray didn't sign it. That's Murray didn't have to sign that contract. No, he did not. No, but, but can here's the thing too, man. I know he threatened to hold out, but they had two more years of team control and the a year of potentially franchising him. Yep. They Pumbled the bag because they, they gave goofed. him the bag, and I don't. There's think he not an the over. Bag. They're not a well-run organization, man. Like if, uh, that, but for me, oh sorry. Go no. Go ahead. It's it's just like if the playoff game didn't happen last year, it was just so bad. Like, is there stuff better, man? There's yes, they could be, but it's. I want to believe the Cardinals can be good because that team. Like, look. Over half the season, I had them in at at first or in the top three in my elite eight last year. They were awesome. They were awesome, and then they just weren't. They just weren't. And that playoff game was so bad, man. Like, talk about leaving just bad taste in your mouth. I'm going over out of. I feel like I have to because I got a lot of unders here in the NFC. Um, but. I don't like it. Like, I would not be shocked if there was just shit that happened that regressed them. And I know, and Nuke is missing the first, what, six weeks? Yep. Um, six or eight. I six, don't remember. Uh, but... Christian Kirk is out or gone. So, I mean, they got Marquise Brown, which is going to be good for Kyler because they have good rapport, but I don't know. Uh, Nick, over under okay. eight and a half. Uh, under, I think mainly, I'll just give my highlight, I think that it mainly comes from losing Chandler Jones. Yeah. I think that you lose the guy that is the heart and soul of that defense, you're going to drop down, so give me under. Ethan, eight and a half, Arizona. Under. I think, I think they, under, I think their whole thing is they start fast and then underperform from there. That's what they've been the last two seasons is they'll start off really hot and then just fall apart. So I don't see a reason why that wouldn't happen again. And I think that Cliff Kingsbury gets fired at the end of the year. Very well possible. Blake. Uh, I'm also going with the under. Um, I think they blew the church's funds by giving Kyler the contract. It may be just me, but no, the way they did it, like you had, you had, you had the leverage. You could have waited, and they folded. You had so much. You still had time for team control. I didn't. You don't. You didn't need to pay him now. They had pocket queens on, uh, 
on the Hold'em card floor. It wasn't the best hand, but it was one of the best. And I, they I mean, folded I, before. They they folded. Yeah, I like their weapons. Loss of Chandler Jones, I think, is going to be too big on the defensive side of the ball. So, yeah. My analogy would be they had pocket queens. The moment somebody threw in a large bet, they folded. Like, it's just they ran from the smoke on it. Um, they should have played. They should have played hardball with him. I don't know why they caved. Uh, Mac, over under eight and a half. I think this is an obvious under here. Okay. Um, like Ethan said, they are a very fast starting team when it comes. I think they won't be able to do that this year. I think at best they'll probably be like a four and four team going into November. And that's not going to be enough for them to even continue. Yeah, and then it's like, do you expect like the the like if they're that bad to start, or not even bad, but that average to start, then it's like even do you, them going five hundred the rest of the year would be shocking because it's not something they do. Cliff's teams just hit the wall. Uh, exactly. Okay, uh, are we all in on Seattle under? Yeah, right. Because I think this is the most boring team in the league. They're, they're my worst. Team, uh, by the way. Blake has them as his worst team in the league, worst record. I have them under. I think they'll be close. They'll be top five pick in the in, in that realm somewhere. Uh, uh, their defense is just so bad. Yeah, it's just so bad. Uh, oh. Mac, Mac un, it's five and a half over under. It's probably under. I could see them hovering right around five or six, though. Okay. But you'll go Pete under. Carroll needs to go on. <laughs> Ethan, are you uh, under? Oh, hell yeah, I'm under. Perfect. Uh, Nick, They're my second worst team in the league behind the Texans. Nick, yeah, it's really not even close. Nick, this would be one hell of a zag if you go over here. It's And it's at, what, five and a half? Yeah, five and a yeah. half. Yeah. Oh God! It wouldn't. It, is. it wouldn't be the ballsiest. I think sag. over. It's over. It's over. It's okay. over. I'm just saying. I it, think it's at six. It wouldn't be the ballsiest zag because I bet over value is pretty decent. Because here's my reasoning why: Charles Cross, great run blocker. The last six games of last year, Rashad Penny was probably the best running back in football. I expect that to go, and if they happen to lose Rashad Penny, because Health fights him again. They did draft Kenneth Walker in the second round this year to fill in there. So I think that the combination of Kenneth Walker and Rashad Penny to go along with a freshly re-signed DK and Tyler Lockett can steal them a few wins, especially playing a last-place schedule from that division last year. Fair. Last-place schedule. Um, the ballad of Drew Locke this year, boys. The Is swan- it? Or is it going to be Geno? <laughs> it's G- I think it's Geno, dude. If Drew- I think it's Geno. I think Geno looked a lot better last year than people give him credit for while Ross was out. Yeah, he was not nearly the tire fire that we expected it to be. All right. And AFC West, easily the best division in the league. Probably the best division in the world <laughs> uh, in NFL history. Ethan was pointing for at himself. I'll let you go first. Kansas City Chiefs, 10 and a half. I mean... But, I mean, Kansas City, I'm going to say, is under. I'm going to hit the under on Kansas City. Okay. I think they're going to win, like, eight games max. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Max, eight games. They now, they depleted themselves so much on offense, and their defense is not good. 
it's not. I like They're some of the stuff they did. So they, I mean, they lost Honey Badger. I like that. They, I like they went out and got uh, the kid from Washington, right? McKinney, uh, McKinney, I think, was it? McKinley. McKinley, they got him in the draft. Um, yeah, I just. I like the I Sky think, Moore move. I just think that they're. I think they're over under is set at recency bias and having Patrick Mahomes. I, and I think they're going to win like eight games. I'm going to go. Given my best team in the league comes from this division. Uh-huh. So. No, I, I, I'm with it. I was going to say, you are the only one that has not given us a best record yet. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I think under as well, but I think it's going to be 10. Nick Wright, who actually, who is usually the biggest chiefs homer actually gave up what I think could be a pretty legitimate case for them. Um, I'm going to go under just cause I think it's probably more valuable. Uh, Though I think 11 wins is definitely on the table. I think they're going to start off pretty rocky. I think it's going to be 500 ball for them. Their schedule early on is tough as shit. But I think it's going to lighten up in the end of the skier. And they can get on a roll. And that's where they could be kind of a dangerous five or five seed, possibly. Or even six, depending on how many really good teams are in the AFC, which there are a lot of them. Um, so that's why I'm going under. Uh, but, Ethan, you're, you're right. I mean, that... Them losing their offense is predicated, had always been predicated the last whatever years on, especially the last two years, on we have the best quarterback by a gap, by a good margin. We have the best tight end by a good margin, and we have the most dynamic weapon in the league by a good margin. Well, Hill's gone, and their receiving core is... Not good. People are going to overrate him because it's the Chiefs. But, fuck, I don't think it's that good, man. They're middle of the pack receiving court. They're middle of the pack, but they're not, like, upper middle. No. No, It could be upper middle. Like, they have guys that can do stuff, but their offense is predicated on special. And they don't have anything like that. Kelsey is still great. Um, will we see a decline eventually? Kelsey's I don't know. Kelsey's the definition of special. De- yeah, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, on I, the outside. I think they have they have guys. They have guys, if, if everything goes right for them, they're, they could have special seasons. Um, like, Valdez Scantling could have a special season. Juju Smith could have a special season if everything goes right. I just feel like it's wishful thinking for that. But, I mean, it could be if those guys are feasible, then that's where they could – break the bank a bit. Um, Mac, over under 10.5 for KC. Uh, so they're a wild card team for me this year. I think they're going to have a similar season to what last year was. They're going to have a slow start and then rebound. I think they'll hover around 10. So under? Yeah. All right. Blake, 10.5. I got the under as well. Wow. All right, Nick, you got to be going over here, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, I am. I, I think that the receiving core losing Tyreek is getting hammered a lot harder than I think it probably should be. Uh, I like the uh, the idea of replacing them with Marquez and Juju and Sky. I think they're a lot deeper now than they were before, so it's not going to have to be as much put on Travis Kelsey. Uh I think that they're great on the offensive line. I love Orlando Brown. Creed Humphrey is quite possibly the best center in football. Correct. Uh, Trey Smith, good. Like yes. I, I don't understand the hate on that. 
they drafted Trent McDuffie and George Karloftis McDuffie. in the first round this year, and then Bryant Cook, Brian Cook in the second. So they're better there. Like I, I don't. I understand the hate for him because they lost some big names and the division got so much better. But that's the thing too. You still have to de- you have to dethrone them in my mind to pass them. So I have them at eleven wins, bordering on twelve. So over. So my my under is at ten. Also, by the way, sorry, Ronald Jones also big addition. Big yeah, because I'm not a big Clyde Edwards-Alaire guy. And I think Jarek McKinnon was really good for them, and the fact that they just let him walk I thought was kind of crazy. But So getting Ronald Jones I think is a really good move. Um, if it was, I'd feel a lot more confident if it was 11.5 and, and I was going under, but I'm going to go 10.5 and, and under because I think it would be good value, and I think they'll struggle early on and then get hot late. Like they'll win like their last four or something like that to get to 10-7. and seven. Or like they'll win like uh, – like four of their last five or something like that to, to get to 10 and uh, seven. Oh, and by the way, Jarek McKinnon is back with the Chiefs. They did keep Jarek? Yep, he okay, resigned. Then I really like that. I thought he had left. All right, the Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to go over. I think this is the – I think this team will win the division. I think there's definitely a case for Justin Herbert to win MVP. The, the only thing that I'm – uh, upset about is that they still have pretty mid linebackers. Um, they they upgraded almost everywhere else. They upgraded linebackers too. They brought in Kyle Van Noy. Van Noy is not going to play inside though. Van Noy is going to play on the edge. I'm talking about inside. Okay, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think their inside linebackers are good, and they were horrific last year. So, like, I feel like that's some, But they improved so many other fucking spots. You mentioned Van Noy, but getting Khalil Mack. J.C. Jackson. Getting J.C. Jackson. That was pro- – J.C. Jackson probably Bryce my favorite Callahan. move. Bright, uh, Bryce Callahan as well. Like, they have so many good moves that they made. And then offensively, the thing that I worry about offensively, even though they were a top-five offense last year, is they don't have elite speed on the outside. Like, they don't have enough guys that can separate – but I think they will still be able to make it work. I think Justin Herbert's going to have really good MVP value this year. I think Justin Herbert, by the end of the year, if you're if you're someone who exists and actually takes football seriously and you don't have Justin Herbert already on the short list of one of the best quarterbacks in the world, like, you just – I'm sorry. You just don't know what you're watching. I know – I can say that knowing that I'm talking to people that are with me on this. Um, if you're listening and you don't get it, like if Colin Coward said it one time about somebody, if you like, if you don't see it, then you don't get it. Herbert is one of the best players in the, in the world at quarterback. There's a, you can make, I, you can make the argument that he is the best quarterback in the world. I think he's going, they're going to, to win 11 games. They're over his nine and a half. I'm taking the over. Um, and yeah, I love the chargers. Ethan. Tell me how much you love the Chargers as much as I do. Though you probably uh, love them more my, than I do. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I have them way over. I'm, hitting, I'm having them win 13, 14 games. They're my best team in the league. Okay. I love literally everything they did in the offseason. They did everything to improve. Like, 
that they made the biggest moves in the in free agency to like make their team better, and they didn't do anything to get worse. They only improved. And Herbert, like you said, is a top ten, top five quarterback in the league already. Mm-hmm. And it's it, they're just they're just the team that hit every single thing I'm looking for, and that's why they're my best team in the league, and I have them winning probably 14 games, uh, Mac, even in that division. Mac, I think that you have them over as well, correct? You are correct. I have them as the number two overall seed in the AFC. Uh, Justin Herbert's a top three quarterback alive right now. It's a no-brainer. They have a great run game. They have very balanced passing game. Defense got improved through the draft and uh, sorry, through the free agency and everything. There's really no holes in this team. No, I, I'm with you. Uh, Nick, your yeah. adopted team, will yeah. will they get out of their own way enough this year to fulfill their destiny? I mean, I think so. Uh, I, I like them a lot. I'm, I'm hitting the over here as well. I think that one of their biggest issues is offensive line. They added Zion Johnson this year, which I think was a great pick. Yes. Obviously, we've hammered everything on defense. Uh, they always run a two-running back system, and in that system, they added Isaiah Spiller this year to help out with Austin Eckler. I love that move. So, I, I like him a lot. I agree with you. They're a little bit slow on the outside. Hopefully, Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer can take a small step forward. They're a little bit faster than Mike and Keenan. But... Also, I really like the replacement of Jared Cook with Gerald Everett. I think that that creates a little bit more spacing from the tight end position as well. Yeah, and more brisk feet as well. Uh, Blake, are you going to complete the train of overs here? Yeah, I'm also going to go with over. Uh, I think they're going to win that division. Um, I don't know. You know me. I was the biggest Justin Herbert fan. I thought he should have went over to a – um, I thought he was the best player in that draft. And they got a special kid, Keenan Mike are great. Austin Eckler's awesome. I love the SB- Isaiah Spiller and obviously Khalil Mack and JC Jackson's are huge additions. So I think they'll be better this year. I think they'll win the division. Probably eleven, twelve games. Alrighty. And you yep, you already had Buffalo as your best team in the AFC. Next up the Denver Broncos. Nine and a half is their total. This is an interesting one. Blake, I'm going to ask, start with you, and everyone can answer this question, but could this be the type of year last that – could this be the type – could Russell Wilson to Denver be the type of rejuvenating addition that Matthew Stafford was to L.A.? I think so. I have I have them in the over as well. Um, I love the addition of Russell Wilson, Jerry, Judy, Cortland, Sutton, uh, I, Javante Williams, I think he's special. I think he's on pace to be a top five, if not top three, running back in the league. Interesting. Um, obviously, their defense is good. But, yeah, I think Russell Wilson puts them over the top. They'll probably finish second in the division. I think they'll make the playoffs. But Yeah, I, I'm going to go over as well. I think they're going to finish with 10, maybe 11 wins. I think – look – that if Russ is cooked, then obviously they aren't, but they're really good and they've won games without Russ. I feel like if we aren't thinking they're going to be a 10-win team potentially, 
Like, I can see it where this division just beats the shit out of each other, but I also think this division's going to ragdoll the rest of the league. You know? Like, these teams are fucking amazing. Um, and, like, at the end of the day, for Denver, I love a lot of the stuff they have. Like, you mentioned what they got at receiver. Cortland Sutton's a dog. Jerry Judy, please stop dropping passes because I love you. Um, Albert O is Albert a, o, is a su- be, su- su- savage. I think he's going to be really good. Javante Williams is really good. Uh, Pat Sertan is a fucking dude at corner. Justin Simmons might be the most undervalued player in the NFL. He is amazing. Um, but, yeah, they got a lot of stuff I love, and I think over, I think they're a playoff team. The only way I think the over here doesn't hit is if they have injury luck go bad or they have bad injury luck. Or, Nick, uh, Russ is just no longer it, as they say. Your thoughts? Uh, <clears throat> I am going to zag here a little bit and go the under. I think they win nine games. Uh, I like him a lot. I did not like what I saw out of Russ last year. Which is fair. Um, I, I hope I'm wrong. I like what they have a lot. I like KJ Hamler as a fourth option. Yeah. <laughs> or a fifth option on in terms of that. Uh, I don't love Ronald Darby as your number two court as your what number two quarter behind Sertan, so that's a little bit less than ideal. But the rest of their team's really good. Also, getting Randy Gregory helps. Yeah, I loved that move. I think I I just think that they probably get to nine, beat up on each other a little bit, don't win as many in the division, but they're good. They're a borderline playoff team for me. That's that's a fair take. That's a fair take. Um, Ethan, nine and a half for the for the Broncos over under. Over. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be second in the division. I think they're gonna hit eleven wins. Okay. And I I think I like the move as long like you said as long as Russ isn't cooked. I think they win eleven games. We've gone from let Russ cook to is Russ cooked? Uh, Blake, nine and a half or not Blake? Excuse me, Mac. Nine and a half for the Broncos. You definitely are going o- underville here. I am, and it's gonna, they're going to be last in the division. I think. Um, okay. I think Russ is washed. I do. I I think they gave up a ton to get him. Given Drew Locke was not the answer there anyway, so it doesn't I, really matter. I think they had to do it though. They had to do it, man. No, I agree. I, no, I understand why they did it, and they had to do it. I agree. But I don't think Russ is the right guy at the right right at this time. I don't think he's the right guy, mm-hmm. um, especially coming off this injury history and everything. Yes, they they have a good defense this year, but Denver always has good defenses, and they are average at best. Yeah, like their team's still average. Yeah, but that's because so they've had. I, it could be because they've just had shitty quarterback play, which they've had. Yes, you never. I mean, again, we don't. Again, I'm I'm fully expecting Russ is. You know, he's done. Like I think he's washed. Okay. So I think they're going to hover around seven with Peyton Manning, who couldn't throw the ball more than five yards. That defense. I think that defense is better than the defense they have right now. Yeah, that was one of the. That was one of the five best defenses, maybe three best defenses in league history. I'm saying Russell Wilson is better than than Peyton Manning was then. (laughs) Yeah. Their defense may not be as good, okay, but there's no way I Russell think, Wilson can't throw okay. a ball fight. Peyton Manning year one in Denver is better than what Russ is going into right now. Absolutely. No. Even, 
Yeah, Peyton Manning year one and two. Year one, was, Peyton was one of the was still probably yeah. the best quarterback in the league. He was MVP through fifty something touchdowns in year. I think it was one or two. Russ isn't even close. It to was that. year two. Year two, he threw like he broke the touchdown record in Denver. One MVP. He was awesome until uh, pretty much the Seattle Super Bowl, which was after, which was year two. Like mm-hmm. that game, like started his downfall basically. Decline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have them at seven. All right, Vegas, eight and a half. Um, this could be the saddest one we do, and it is the last one we do. Um, so Ethan, I can take this one to start. Go ahead, Nick. So this is also the reason why I have Denver at the under, because I cannot have four teams with the over. You have them over. I am going okay. to go. I am going to go over. I like this team a lot. Adding Chandler Same. Jones. I do too. Say it again. Awesome. Um, I, I like this team a lot. I don't know why, but I do. No. Nope. Especially at eight and a half, you add Rocky Sin. You got Trayvon Mullen and coming got, back from injury. Get the fucking divide. They got the best receiver in the league on their team too, man. Yeah, huh? Like the fact <laughs> that. But like Trayvon Mullen, good. Trayvon Morig last year, really good as a rookie safety. I like him a lot. I like Denzel Perryman. I love Chandler Jones. Like Max, I love Max that Crosby. Defense. Max Crosby is a savage. Cleveland Farrell's an incredible rotator there on that defensive line. God damn it. Their offensive line's a little bit shaky, but not enough for me to discount it that much. Also have one of the two best slot receivers in the league. Is that Hunter. weird to say? Like Hunter, only probably Hunter. only behind Cooper Cup off the top of my head. No, yeah, oh boy. And, yeah, Hunter and Frozen. Cooper Cup G. is a slot receiver. Yeah, <laughs> and, no. Hunter and the reason why he's a ninety-six overall in the new Madden. Who Cooper? But no, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's a ninety-six. I don't yep. believe that. Nope, that's legit. There's but, no. Yeah, in the end, I'm gonna take the over. I love Darren Waller. I like. I think Derek Carr doesn't get as much respect as he probably should. No, he and doesn't. And I think that this team could show it. Oh, year. I'm so sorry. Because everything you said I agree with, but someone has to lose games in the AFC. Okay. I am. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's Denver. No, you're right. But here's my – okay. I'm with Nick here. <laughs> I'm picking the under for the only reason is I love what they've done. I uh, They go out and get Devontae Adams. All the mis- decisions they've made, I don't think Josh McDaniels. Also, Matt Collins. I know. Stop telling me all the good things they did, Nick. And Keelan Cole. Shut up. <laughs> Listen. All of the stuff that they did right. The reason I'm going under, and I expect this. If there's going to be one that blows me up in my face, other than thinking the Vikings are going to win the NFC like regular season, I it could be this because this team could definitely go like ten or eleven and whatever, and just find a way to win games they shouldn't. The problem is that's what they were last year. And I just can't expect them to have that type of game variance luck and stuff on their side. They won like eight games last year on the last play. Like Carlson walked off like half over half their wins last year. Like, and Carlson's one of the best kickers in the world, but like, I'm just saying like, I go I, that when it comes to actually count like I know it's crazy and I know I've said it a lot but when it comes to this stuff like that stuff's important you know like it's it's improbable hey, for that stuff to ride over forever or under payout for these guys yeah um so 
That's why I'm going under. But if they won like 10 games again and snuck into the playoffs, would I be shocked? Absolutely not. I love Derek Carr. I think he's great. Um, He is in my... Let me see here. He is in the rad dads who make you mad category of quarterbacks with Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, and Matt and uh, Matt Ryan. He's in that tier. Uh, below Stafford and Russ, above Matt Ryan. Um, I will explain the quarterback tier pyramid sooner than later, but uh, to the world. But I, I'm going under, and it's that reason. I just think there's no way they're going to have that great of last-second game variance luck again. It's a betting thing that I'm picking against the under because with my heart, I would love for them to be the over because of everything they persevered through last year. The fact that they were able to keep it all fucking together was incredible. Um, I just don't know how it happens again, even though they're better. So I hate that I'm picking under, but I'm picking under. Blake, go ahead. Uh, I'm taking the over. Um, I think there's a real strong chance that the Chiefs finish last in the division and don't make the playoffs. That's a bold I take, think, but it could. I think three teams from this division will make the playoffs, um, and I think, unfortunately, the Chiefs are the odd man out. Well, look, if so, a few years ago, the year that the year they, I think it was the year they won the Super Bowl. Mahomes missed like a month, and like if that happens this year, like there ain't no sneaking in and finding a way, like uh, that type yeah, of shit. I, ha- I think. Like, I think. Three, t- I think the L.A., Denver, and Las Vegas will probably all win about ten games. I think the Chiefs will be at eight, and they'll miss out. But I mean, it's just a tough division. I think I think they'll all be tied. <laughs> Would be shocked. I, I think I think they'll all split every single one. I think they'll each. Oh, win like one. they're all gonna win they're three. All, they're all gonna, gonna go three and three, three in the division. Yep. I, yeah, I, I could see it. It's just gonna be an it's gonna be an evil shootout. But I I do have them. I just think the Carr and Devontae Adams duo is going to be really good. I mean, and Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. I know. They I hate that I'm picking the under. They added Chandler Jones. I mean. I hate that I'm picking the under, but it's just like the odds. I'm trying to play the odds by yeah. picking the under. And I'm willing to accept it going wrong because I love what the Raiders do um, and what they what they have done and all the shit they came uh, from. Uh, Mac, you're picking the over. Um. Yeah, it's over. I think they're going to be the, they're going to finish third in the division, make the playoffs in the final wild card spot. Um, they have the most. I don't know anymore, but he he's been the most disrespected quarterback in the NFL for a long time. Because people, oh yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty much he, him and Stafford were the two of the most underappreciated quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr proves yet again last year that you know his MVP like numbers before he got hurt. Previously, we're not a fluke, and everything he does is like he's that good. Yeah. Um, and I think you know getting Devontae Adams there is going to help immensely, and they're going to get over the, They're going to put them over the top again. You know how you know th- Hey, if uh, if they had a if they had another slot receiver that could take the top off of the defense, I'd probably say they they were the best team in the league. But you know, too soon. Hmm. Too soon. Hmm. Henry yeah. Ruggs, guys, do you guys get it? The name we don't talk about. Yeah, redacted. It's, the it's new redacted. just not right. Now that Deshaun is cleared, he's he's the new redacted. Uh, yeah. Deshaun's not cleared, bro. Cleared let's just say, hey, hey let's just say the wide receiver group at this school was not the best when they got out of college. Nope. Um, 
Ethan. Ethan. Over. Over. Damn, y'all are really putting me on the island, man? All right, I'm fine. I'll live Hell here. Hell yeah. It's all right. I love Derek Carr. Derek Carr is one of my guys. I'll always always stick up for them. And like you said, they've made a lot of good moves in the offseason. They have. And I, I really do I really do think the Chiefs are the odd men out in the division now. I do. I think they're I think they're gonna finish fourth in the division. Well I'm glad I guess Nick and I are the only two people that think the Chiefs don't totally suck. <laughs> uh but that's okay. Listen. I'm okay. Eight nine wins doesn't totally suck. It's just not gonna get you a playoff spot in this division. It's not gonna get you a playoff spot in the AFC, maybe. AFC is exactly. fucking good. Like Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, that's three. Indianapolis, Tennessee, that's five. Buffalo, Miami, seven. Even New England possibly is eight. And then these four teams. There's 12 teams in the AFC that could legitimately make the playoffs. And only seven make it. So, like, the AFC is a bloodbath. It's so much better than the NFC. Um, guys, 32 up, 32 down. We did it. We made it through. Ready for bed. I'm proud of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us on this brigade. The fearsome fivesome. Gentlemen, until next time, Blake, thank you. Yeah, I'm going to get to bed. I open tomorrow. There you go. All right. Um, we're wrapping it up before I run out of storage space on my computer. I love you all. We will see you closer to week. Uh, we'll have pods coming out and stuff sooner than later for, like, official divisional predictions or whatever, and I'll, I'll organize that stuff. But we all here and we all made it. Um, stay good, folks. We'll see you next time. Uh, keep your stick on the ice, etc. We're out. Uh, peace.